Like I got more stuff to say. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say about Dolly Parton because I, I take offense to it. Okay, her and Cher, you don't touch them. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to. But do you touch Madonna? <sighs> they look like paper mache. Look- all right, all right. Here's a question for y'all, and you have to answer it. If three of them are there, Madonna, that you're not even hesitating. What? I got to see Dolly's hands first, and then we'll go from there. What if her hands are fine? Uh, share. Yeah, I'm definitely going to share. Yo, bad. That shit crazy. On a Saturday! It's all even with your boy Barry Grant. You can catch me on Instagram and Twitter at All Even Podcast. You can listen to the show on Podbean as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I'm all over the place. Trust me, go to YouTube, hit that subscribe button, like, share, and comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that TikTok as well. Keep the insults coming. Fang likes it. I do. Yeah, I know you do. Page is growing. Claw. How's your Thanksgiving? Fantastic. You said that off pot you was playing some dice CeeLo game and you robbed your mother like $100. Yeah, of course. Left, right, center. But actually, no, she robbed us of $100, so she does. So you gamble with, with, with your parents? Of course. My family. All the time. Got it. Well, the kid, did, did the kids have money? They had money, too, and they were in it. They played all the and time. You, and you took their money? No, nah, uh, the, the old lady took it. Is he teaching children how to gamble? That, that's what I'm saying. I, that's what I was getting at. I was trying to spin it away without actually... Certain survival skills you need to have in the city, and gambling is one of them. Got it. Got it. If I take you to the gambling spot, you don't have to go. I mean, not for nothing. Mom's is a compulsive gambler. Though. Hardcore. She goes straight... She goes to the casino. <laughs> she spent like eight hours there. One machine. And go home. All day. Yeah. And she doesn't. she doesn't hide it. She doesn't hide it. She's very proud of it. That's respect office. her. That's the office, and hey, I yeah, respect it. That's what she does. So you know, respect the mom. But I'm glad you had a good Thanksgiving. Yeah, thanks. How was yours? It's good. It's good. Um, a lot of food. Lot of food. Like we didn't have a lot of people over, but there was a lot of food. I ate everything, except the candy yams. I don't like candy yams. Really? Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah. It it looks good, like to look at. It's like one of those dishes you could take a picture of, and it looks great. Like how you know McDonald's ads be looking good with the hamburger, and then you get in, it's all over the place. It's like not the same. Model? Yeah, yeah. It was good, but I just, I, I don't like anything sweet like that. It's too much. There's only four things I would really need for Thanksgiving. Mm. That'd be candy yams, stuffing, mac and cheese, and ham. Interesting. There was no ham. We didn't have any ham. Jimmy the Super Intern is back. How you doing, sir? How was your Thanksgiving? Yeah, what is you? What is your favorite dish? So, is okay biscuits. Pizza. Pizza. Is that biscuits? Yeah, Jimmy's very weird. You know, it's whatever whatever he has the craving of. You know, when he has the munchies, because you know he's <laughs> he he goes, you know, he lights he lights up a little bit. You know what I mean? So whatever whatever. Whatever's on the docket that day <laughs> is what he eats. You know what I mean? Mm. Calling the ones and twos a silent assassin. How you doing? 
How was your Thanksgiving? Good, fun. Fun. Yeah. She, there was this older gentleman that um, saw her there and was like, oh, I haven't seen you since you were like three years old. And she was like, yo, you never knew me when you was three years old. So he kind of, you know, he's old though. So he's like, oh, you got to give him now. grace. Yeah, you got to give him grace. So it's like, you know, he must have thought that she was somebody else. And yeah, yeah, she met him two uh, years ago. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know. Fang! Freaky Fang! What up, dog? How you doing, man? How was your Thanksgiving? Very quiet. Very quiet. You know, we were talking off pod that you miraculously left your phone somewhere. People are trying to come by and invite themselves to your shindig and, you know, the phone's not around. Well, it was around. It was around the room. Like everyone had it. Got it. And nobody could tell you that this person was calling. Listen, when the drinks are flowing, the music's going, you know, no one really cares who's calling. Did you play a lot of Sexy Red? No, I didn't. I didn't play any music. What kind of music was being played at your Thanksgiving? I'll be honest with you. I don't recall. You were that lifted? Bro. Go on. Bro, I got in trouble that day. Did you? Yeah. Because I uh, I was supposed to go to Stop and Shop to acquire some items. And you forgot? No. I stopped at Applebee's, went to the bar to watch some college football. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. So I, was, I was all right before I got there. So you, you got sidetracked. That's all it was. You you were pl- Listen, you, you had the inclining to go. You got sidetracked. That's all. Yeah, I still handled what I had to do. Right. Got sidetracked. Can't get mad with that. Well, I guess you got a point. But it was all good until I saw, you know, halftime show. But you, you know, we're gonna talk about that. Don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause Dolly Paul was lit. She was lit. Stop. She was lit. Stop. Stop. I seen crackheads stop on Hunts Point dancing for four nickels. Dance better than that. Stop. You know, she had a bodysuit that was made of like fake skin. It was bad. Yeah. She like Mickey Warp. <laughs> she looked like Mickey. Don't so do that, son. Okay. Bro, that was bad. Don't talk about Dolly like that. That was bro. bad. Hey, listen, bro. I want to see her real hands. She looked like a puppet, like somebody that's actually pulling the strings. Oh, come on, man. Y'all got to be nice. And Yo, give that, Dolly grace, bro. The shit that gave me, I go, you're like, salute. She's old. I mean, she's elderly or. She's elderly, dude. Okay, but it's the part that she was still singing, like, or whatever his lip singing she was doing, Thank but you. she was holding on to the DJ booth or whatever that <laughs> shit was with that back Holding on. Motherfucker wasn't even trying to hide it. She was just like, like, just holding, standing. Like, I cannot stand any shits. Poor Dolly. Like, I think all them half times so yesterday fucking it's like, suck. Yeah. Rigor set in. Stop. I want to. I want to put this out. There. I want to see the sunspots. She probably does have them. <laughs> and the freckles. She probably does have them. Show me a freckle. I'd like to say this about Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm glad that everybody had a nice Thanksgiving. But I am sick of the people that Thanksgiving hop from house to house, and they do this shit all night. Like how you don't have fun. Like, is this just sit one place and just enjoy yourself? You gotta go here, you gotta go there, you gotta go. What's the point? I'll be honest with you, like, I can't eat that much. So right. I'm gonna get a plate from here, a plate from there. Like, I'm not What's the point of that? that food. But you're not but you're not enjoying yourself. Like, right. you know how like you you just at your man's house and you just chilling there, right? 
But you gotta get up after being comfortable to go somewhere else. But you know, and then go somewhere else. But you gotta understand. Sometimes like people get invited to places they don't want to say no. Say no. So like if you invited me and I'm like I didn't want to say no, I'd show up for a little bit, show face, pause, and then you know somebody else invited me there, I'll go. And then I ain't gonna lie to you. Then you gotta go to your parents. If I invited you, right, right, and you tell me you coming through, and then you only pass by for ten minutes, me and you gonna be fighting. But if you invite me, I'm just gonna tell you no. If I That's what I'm saying. I would I would appreciate that more than you show right. up for five minutes. But you gotta understand. You look like you make good turkey. A, yeah, we do. A lot of people that do this, that's how they go to the club. They do club runs. It's a rollout. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they be doing like little walkthroughs, like, oh, you know what? We're gonna go to this club, we're gonna go to this club, we're gonna go to this club, and we're gonna end the night off over here. And that's how they do it. They're gonna get collect plates from every I think that's the shit. Like, I can't walk out of you know what I'm saying? Like mad houses with different plates and different food. Like how am I know who's is which? So I date them and write them shits down. Like yeah, I think it's sad that you could go to people's houses and collect plates. Sad. Stay your ass at one place. And then for the people that are in relationships, if for you to have to, oh, I gotta go to such and such house. I got that's selfish. Selfish. What do you mean? All right, pick one spot and say, listen, we're going to go ahead this year, and then next year we go to your people. Like, I'm not going traveling an hour to your people, and I got to, I want to stay here. I'll be honest with you, I don't even give a shit about Thanksgiving. I could eat that same food any day to fucking year. I love, I love Thanksgiving. I don't care about it. I love Thanksgiving. I don't like Christmas, but I love Thanksgiving. You know the, you, you understand why we celebrate Thanksgiving? Yes. Oh, okay. I stop, but the food, I love it, so. Yeah. That's what I care about. I eat that on any Tuesday. I mean, I get it, but you know, I don't care about all the other <laughs> pomp and circumstance that comes. I thought you liked the parade, huh? I thought you liked the parade. I've never been to a parade. No. Where is it? Manhattan, the city. Yeah, it says, that's why I never go. They had a whole lot of um, protesters this year running out in front of the. Isn't that every year? Well, no. This was like uh, I guess because of the whole ceasefire stuff, you know. Oh yeah, we now we get into that. Uh, lots to get into, right? We have the Thursday Thanksgiving games. We had a game today, as we were recording on a Friday night. Um, I call it the blowout Thanksgiving week because none of the games were close. It's terrible. Um, what else we got here? There was a there was a thing that I saw online about Cam Newton. Is he a borderline Hall of Famer or is he a Hall of Famer? I'd like to discuss that. Um, Jets watch. <laughs> Lot to talk about today. I'm not even going to look that way because he got it coming. We should change it from smoke. Jets watch to Let's watch. Right. Lose. Right. Yeah, I like that. That's good. We should just kill the segment and just have nope. the Cowboys. No, no, no. We're not doing it. Not doing it. It's oddball in the room. Tom Brady had some comments about. The NFL that I liked, and I want to get into that because I agree with him. Uh, Drew Brees, Drew Brees said that his arm basically, basically almost fell off playing football. He can't can't even lift it no more. I respect that man for that, because that was the, I think that's what Tom Brady was really talking about. So, like I said, we, we're definitely going to talk about that. Um, I have something to say about Dak Prescott. I do must say this um josh giddy gotta talk about that nba it's you know it's a topic so let's 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 dance around it fellas but we'll we'll talk about it 
Um, another segment or episode of dehumidifiers and space heaters is going to be good. I have a lot to say in a very short period of time. Uh, KG's comments about Jordan Poole is fucking hilarious. I definitely want to dive into that. He also said some stuff about um, Anthony Davis. My comments on Anthony Davis went crazy on Instagram. I really did. Like, people are very, very, like, emotionally charged about their basketball players. I don't understand it. How they can be so... Do you know him? You're talking about him like you know him. You know what's crazy? Like, I've never heard anyone say, oh, yeah, I'm an Anthony Davis fan. Never heard that. Yeah, it's very few and far between. It is. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul. Very interesting. I mean, I want to know everybody's take, but I have my own because you already know whose side I'm on. <laughs> it's definitely not his. Um, my irrelevant news of the week. There's some baseball talk. Yamamoto, where's he going? Mets, Yankees. Shohei Tani, where's he going? Who's up? And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. Do we have an off-topic discussion this week? I figured Thanksgiving was pretty much. Is it really Thanksgiving? I guess. I thought yeah. it was Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Like I got more stuff to say. I don't want to hear nothing you got to say about Dolly Parton because I I take offense to it. Okay, her and Cher, you don't touch them. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. But do you touch Madonna? <sighs> They look like paper mache. All right, all right. Here's a question for y'all, and you have to answer it. If three of them are there, Madonna, that you're not even hesitating. What? I got to see Dolly's hands first, and then we'll go from there. What if her hands are fine? Uh, Share. Yeah, I'm definitely going to share. She's like seven feet tall, right? Yeah. What does that matter? That's like, you ever, like, on a construction job, and you got an old ladder, and they say, all right, don't use this ladder anymore? That's Madonna. It's like Cher. Madonna's that like ladder. Cher's that ladder, bro. Old, rickety, lanky, just, ugh. I like ladders. Mm-mm. Climb them. Yeah, but this one can break. <laughs> Take it out of service. <laughs> Take it out of service. I'll be the last one to ride that ride. Pause. This is getting deep. It's getting dark. It's getting real dark. It is. But it, it's, you know, is there a certain, I don't know, cutoff point where people who have been artists or musicians that they shouldn't um, perform anymore? Oh, without a doubt. So what's the age then? Should they, be, well, you know should they be forced to not perform right. anymore I don't, due to their age? I don't think it's a, a more, more so of an age thing. Well, age has to play a part, but I think it's the venues. Like, okay. you don't have them at a venue like the Super Bowl. It's too big. It's way too big. Like, who the hell wants to see Dolly Parton, bro? You got to relax, bro. No, nah, I mean, come on, bro. It made sense. It made I would have loved to see so many other people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dolly Parton got some slaps. She do. 
Come on, man. I'm serious. I'm being honest. You know what? But those, all right. Play that like in between scenes or something like that. We don't want to watch her. Like it's like she had an invisible cane on stage, bro. I mean, listen. I get what you're saying up to a certain point where it says like certain venues or I really. I, think I was I, with him once he said that, but the invisible cane, I don't appreciate it's that. The, I don't it's like more it. so with the, the, the <laughs> style chamber. of show you have her do. Like she couldn't yeah. stand for the whole joint, bro. Like she had to lean on right. something. Like she didn't need to be dressed like. A Dallas Cowgirl, like the, like a cheerleader. She right. didn't have to. Could have skipped that. You know I like that part though. Then you just have a different thing, bro. <laughs> bro. You like gilfs. You know what I think it is. He, I think he knows Jerry, ripped, and yeah. he wants to be Jerry so bad. And I would definitely love to meet Jerry Jones. I would, I'm not gonna hide that. So you know I mean, he just knows what it really was, and he just wants to be Jerry. Because do you Jerry's, think Jerry Jones yeah. put salt on the the the, the, the titties? Cause he puts salt on everything. You ever see what he did with his egg sandwich? He like put the whole salt shake on his egg sandwich. So do you think that anything that he likes, he puts salt on it? When I eat boiled eggs, I like to. Yeah, you dip it, but he he literally like empties the. He's gotta have high cholesterol at his age. He's ninety nine years old. You think he gives a fuck about high cholesterol? At a certain point, like you you just don't care about stuff no more. Like Dolly Parton. Yeah. Hey, Dolly, here's your outfit. No, I want to be a cowgirl. <laughs> Dolly, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think it's gonna be a good idea. I'm gonna be a cowgirl. <laughs> or I'm not going out there. She said, "Hey, oh, hey, man. you see that outfit that that little girl got on over there? That that, that is is she a Dallas cheerleader? I want the same outfit that she got on. <laughs> Dolly, that's not what we had scheduled for you today. No, no, no. You don't understand what I'm saying." I want that, oh, <laughs> okay? So tell her that I want the one that's on her back. <laughs> I want that one. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there you go. There you go, see? Silent Sasha just pulled up the salt shaker. He likes the salt. Wow. He likes the salt. So I'm just saying, like, if Dolly had her joints out, right? And he's like, all right, man, this 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 is about to be a good night. Like, does he? Bro, at this point, does he put shit the, is getting dark, bro. At this point, them things, if those things are out, they're very low and they're flat. No, nah, I don't believe bro. that. I say 24. Bro. I, don't I think believe they're that. deflated. I don't believe that. 24, maybe younger. I don't I'm believe watching. that, bro. I don't believe that. Really? I don't yeah. believe that. I, see, here's my question, though. If they are young like that, right? Like, she's fresh and all that. Do they still keep the freckles, too? Oh, yeah. In the age oh. spots? That's like, fine. Does that happen? Or is it like, is it new and skin? In the tan saying? lines. I'll be honest with you, I don't want to see them. I'm just saying, you got that. In the tan lines. Mm-mm. They probably look like her elbows. Working nine to five. What a way to like make a living. Get in line. Yo, she, she, Listen, I'm not, I don't know how to say this without saying Stop that. age shaming, bro. No, I'm not age shaming you, right you now. Did, you did it a couple times already. Don't no, listen, do that. No, no. I want to say something without making, without sounding bad because I don't mean it in, in a bad way. But when white people get old, they're... Just being honest. Yeah. I don't know. Moving on. We're just gonna leave it there. I do agree with you though. Some some of them have like the Lubriderm commercial with the crocodile. <laughs> I, don't, ah. I don't. You know what I'm saying? I'm just. Being I honest, get you, man. but you need to relax. All right. Decorum. Decorum is the phrase. Okay. 
Jack Harlow's performance sucked ass. Oh, he was bad. Oh, yeah. That's they didn't even give him a real stage, They bro. didn't give him a real... Well, why was he there? Somebody believed in it. Yeah. Is he from Detroit? Nah, right? I don't think so. I don't know. That shit was just whack. I was just like... And I hear the song playing in the background, and it's like the mix is off. Jack man. Harlow is 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 a uh, super intern's age bracket, right? That shit, man? Man. Yeah. Like, would you want to see him at a halftime show on Thanksgiving? Do you think he's like that hot yet or not? In Detroit? I'm not really a fan of his music, to be honest with you. He's, yeah, it's like he's... Yeah. They should have had fucking... Well, not Eminem. But they could have had something better for Detroit. They should have had... You know what? Trick Trick or Trick Daddy. Nah, you know what, what they should have had? Since it's America's team, they should have had a great country singer there. Like, what's my man? Shabuzi? They should have had Shabuzi. Some about maybe 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 they couldn't get nobody oh, else. He's a country though. Oh. They should have had Shabuzi. Got to be trending. I don't know. It's got to be the record right now. Right. Yeah, I agree. But let's go ahead and get into these Thanksgiving games. We want to call them that Thanksgiving games, and we had the Friday games. Very hard to have a game on a Friday, right? But obviously, it's still yeah. a extended holiday situation. Yeah, I don't right? like it was three o'clock. It should have been earlier. Yeah, I, I, thought that, I thought it should have been later, if anything. Right, later or earlier. One of the I thought it should have been like an eight o'clock game. Three o'clock right. is weird. Like, what did we take away from these games? Scores? We're we're definitely not gonna go into every individual game. What I took away from these games um, is that there's a lot of top heavy, a lot of top heaviness in the NFL right now. Like obviously we know that the San Francisco 49ers are one of the best teams in football. They showed it again. They beat the hell out of who did they play? Bums. They played uh who did they play? Yeah, Seahawks. Seahawks. Seahawks, Seahawks. Right, they played the Seahawks. They made the Seahawks look very bad, right? It was a that was a division matchup, right? And then you had the Cowboys play the the commanders. commanders made them look terrible, and then you also had what was the other game? You had the uh, the Lions and they lost to the Packers. Mm-hmm. That was actually a better game. Yeah, that was a right? better game. That was a better game, but we didn't expect the outcome to be that, right? Right. So, um, takeaways from from those games. Well, going into these games, you could pretty much predict the outcome of all the games except for one. So yeah. I, I kind of knew the Jets were going to get washed. I knew the Commanders were going to get washed. I knew the Seahawks were going to get washed, you know, going into this. So really nothing really to take away from it. Was this one of the the most blah Thanksgiving weeks? I would say so. In in some years? I, I would Sports, say yes. Sports-wise, yeah. I would say yes. Football-wise. Yeah, like as a Cowboys fan, I, I, I like the fact that they won. But I, I I wanted to. I've seen them play better games on. I mean, they played a great game. It's just that I, I just think that I I expected a a bigger card. No, I expected more of a competition from the Commanders. Like Did I, you really? Yeah, because they they've played inspired football. Like even against the Eagles, right? They they play really good against the Eagles. I thought it was going to be a tougher game than it actually turned out to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Whereas Same. whereas I thought that. Detroit was gonna wash the floor, right? Green right. Bay. So it's like, and then Green Bay, like I remember, I saw it was twenty to six at one point. I said, "What the hell is going on here?" You know, 
Jordan Jordan Love is rubbish, but he can't play that day. Sometimes you can make Jamie Lee Curtis look bad. He he wasn't sharp. There's no way to make Jamie Lee Curtis look bad. Well, you're talking about the real Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. I'm talking about oh. Mr. Golf, a.k.a. Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, the games are what the games are. I think no team really separated themselves. 49ers are good. Uh, Cowboys are good. Nobody really is looking at the Lions any any differently. It's a loss, but they're still one of the best top teams in the league. So, you know, so we'll we'll move on from that to Jets Watch. Now, Claw. Before we even get into any detail. About Jets Watch. I'd like you, sir, to just come out and say it. Zach Wilson, I need to hear it. So we can be able to move on and have a nice conversation. But I need that first. Zach Wilson is benched as he should be. Yeah. No, that's not enough. That's what you got. You just that's not that. enough, bro. That's not enough. Zach Wilson is You were here week after week arguing with us, telling us about Zach Wilson. Yo, you ain't see what he did in the fourth quarter. The defense put us in a bad spot. It was Zach Wilson. And he won the game. Where's that? He won the game. Where's that now? He won the game when I said that. Yes? Where is he now? You got to answer my questions if you're going to ask me questions. No, that's not how it works. I don't know how that works. He's on the bench. Say you, you see how last week, what He's did I do last bench. week? I said that I was wrong about Mac Jones. Right. Now I'm no longer on the train. I said that. I wasn't prompted. Did it myself. Still can't do it. I can do I can do it. Please. If you hear what I said. No, that's not what you said. He, doesn't want to hear he didn't me. bring up the O-line this time. He's but he didn't say that he was wrong. Where he should be. Now, you want me to walk it back and say, oh, I apologize yes. that I am wrong, that Zach Wilson is trash? That's exactly that, what I needed. Well, good for you. But I'm going to tell you that he's on the bench where he should be because he showed where he should be. If you hear me support a quarterback, I'm supporting the quarterback, and my team is going to give me the chance to win. That's That, that's not, that, that doesn't make sense. It makes all the sense. No, it doesn't. Because was I thinking that Tim Boyle was going to do something today? Yeah, I thought he was going to do something today. But he, he showed better than Zach Wilson. He showed better. But guess what? We still lost, and it don't matter. Our offense is horrible to look at. You hold that thought. After the break, we're going to continue just watching. No, you hold that thought. Yo, it's your man, DJ G Money Flat. Flip the script podcast. You see it. We in the studio right now. Flip shut up. Yeah. Oh, listen. Shout out to the Old Even Podcast. My man, Barry Grant Jr. What's up, man? What happened? What you, what you, what you want to say to the people? You shout out somebody else's podcast? Yeah, my man, that's a joint. What's up? All even. All even podcast. Yo, it ain't even up here, boy. <laughs> we put this girl something. All even. Yo, you. Oh, my God. What's up with you, man? Now, you well, that's a shout out. You keeping this? Yeah, keep all that. <laughs> you want to jump all even the podcast, right? Yeah, all even. All even podcast, right? All yeah. even. Uh, That's your man. My man. Ah, right, shout out to all even podcast. 
back to Jets Watch. So I don't think I was satisfied with the, the walk back. So I, I need to hear it again. The first time you said it, you wanted to go ahead and dance around it. So please, I was wrong about... Go ahead. Zach Wilson is on the bench where he belongs. I was wrong about... It's nothing to walk back. Zach Wilson hmm. was on the bench where he belongs. He's saying Zach Wilson's on the bench where he belongs. Where did he belong these past couple of Ten weeks? Ten weeks ago. You know what else he should be wrong about? I was wrong about Joe Douglas. Why? I was wrong about Robert Sala. I was wrong about C.J. Mosley. I was wrong about a lot of things. See, what I'm starting to see with the Jets, correct me if I'm wrong, you, if you see the same thing, thing. I heard a lot of this. Yes. I heard a lot of this before the season. You had DJ Reed talking about this is going to be historical defense. They're going to rival the, the 85 Bears. We heard all of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't see one game this season that they had a performance like that, no matter how bad Zach Wilson played. We didn't see any Ravens shut down defense. No. I saw that from the Cleveland Browns. I saw that from the Dallas Cowboys. I saw that from the 49ers. So from many teams. I've just seen that from the, the, the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Didn't see it from the Jets, though. So this is my thing. This is a team that talked a lot of shit all year. All of a sudden, now the defense is cracking. Oh, we're frustrated. Oh. Well, my question to you is, is this team really as good as they thought they were? I'm going to tell you. In lieu of the events that has transpired over this past couple of weeks, we need to shut it down this year. Oh. That's it. Aaron, rest yourself. Get another chance next year. Hopefully they lose out and get some offensive line help because that's what we need. And I've been saying it all season. And there's nothing I can walk back because, and I'll say this and I'll say it again, the reason why Aaron Rodgers is hurt is because the offensive line blew the coverage. If he had a wall that Mahomes has, if he has a wall that a lot of other guys have, even Tua has the wall, that he has minutes in time and to be like, all right, let me see what I want to do. It's a different thing. He was scrambling on the first two plays and he went down. But that's just an excuse. It's not an excuse. It is an excuse. Before before those games happened, before. The line was still bad. You guys. Oh, yeah. We're going, we got this, we're going to do this, we're going to yeah. do that, we're going to do this. But you didn't do any of what you said you were going to do. Nothing happened. Listen, that that's my whole point, Fang. You said you hit the nail on the head because there, there were offensive troubles in the offseason. Correct. There were, also, there were offensive line troubles in the draft. There were offensive line troubles in training camp. There were offensive line troubles in preseason. There were offensive line troubles when the season started. Mm-hmm. So this has always been a problem. We never heard that. We only heard that Jackson defense. Hey, ha. Joe Douglas has done a good job. Joe Douglas was the one that let Mike White walk. Joe Douglas was the one that had a quarterback that failed last season, 
lost the locker room, got benched, and got that same quarterback to start again, mm -hmm. to do the same thing again. How many GMs do you know would survive that? Somebody getting drafted, failing, team turning on them, wearing the backup quarterback's uh, shirt, effing Mike White, right? Mm -hmm. Lose your job, bring in a, a, a star Hall of Fame quarterback to have him still keep the number two job because that's your guy. Not because it's the right thing to do. Just because you don't want to admit failure. The same reason that Claw doesn't want to admit that Zach Wilson was wrong. So he's he's playing Joe Douglas right now on the show. What up, Doug? Yeah, how are you? Here's the thing, bro. I could have came in here, right? Other attire. I'm wearing the hoodie. There's no there's no walking the shit back. Like you have I'm not admitted what you need shit. to admit. I don't need to admit the obvious. No, you have I to. I told you we shutting it down. That's not even a Jets hoodie. That's just a stain on your shirt. Facts. Oh, that that's just disrespectful. The obvious, the obvious. I need you to pack off on that. The now. obvious was Mac Jones is a bad quarterback and he got benched. He's not a third string quarterback in New England. Okay. That's the obvious. Good. I had to come out and say that he's bad. Good. I got. I got. I got to. Erase my support for Mac Jones. Because you said that was your man. That's my man. Right. No, I never yeah. said Zach Wilson's my man. He's, I never told you. He's the quarterback of your team. And no matter what, you always make excuses for the person that's starting. You do that every time. So the fact that he's no longer starting now, now it's on to the next? It's the without, without taking accountability for all the Yo, nonsense you did for weeks? Boyle's his man. Right. Boyle? Now Boyle's going to be his man. Hey, look, I supported Boyle. And at the same time, it's still not going to be no difference. I had to see that failure to be like, oh, wait, now nah, that's a dub. And that's it. All I'm saying is I that. I want Aaron Rodgers to stay off the field as long as he can to yeah, heal himself up. I agree up. with that. I want him to, I want the team to really open up and look at, okay, what we really need to fix. Do you trust Joe Douglas to do that? I trust Joe Douglas because actually Joe Douglas was able to get us enough pieces to go get Aaron Rodgers, the best franchise quarterback we would ever even see. But he never addressed the offensive line. They did. That's the thing. The offensive line wasn't an issue. They continued to get pieces. Did, did they fix the look? Did they fix the gap or fix the bridge fully? No. But they continued to push guys and get guys. They got Dwayne Brown. They got a bunch of people. They continued to go get it. I'm telling you. But the bigger focus was getting Aaron Rodgers. Did they address the backup quarterback role? They had it. They had it. Got they it's probably the only had. Thing it. I could trust Joe Douglas to do is be Joe Douglas. Right. This is what I'm saying. Is that look, I'm giving you chances to be able to be honest here. But I don't, it's nothing the to man, be honest about. The man literally sabotaged his own roster because of his own selfish, like like goals for himself. See? That's what I people guess. don't realize. That's his it. man. That's like putting your best friend who's an idiot into a role that he should not be in. You know what it's like? Giannis getting his brothers on the team. Facts. But then boom. So if that's the case, then why didn't why didn't we get Flacco again? If that because Flacco is his Joe man. Douglas. That's his man, though. Joe, Joe Douglas drafted Zach Wilson. We all know how it happens okay. in sports. And if Flacco that's was your, his man. Drafting a guy and having a veteran are two different things. You know that. So let's stop. Let's start with the semantics. Your man is your he man. Drafted no, he drafted Zach Wilson. He guy. drafted Zach Wilson, which means that his tenure with the Jets rests on Zach Wilson's success or failures. He's not going to yeah, be able yeah. to pick another quarterback. He's not. 
That's why Aaron Rodgers is here. So here's my here's So my if question. Aaron fails, everybody's going. Mm-hmm. Here's my question. Salah, him, and Aaron will be out the door. You Do you see them either one of them getting fired this year? Not this year because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. So they're going to give this year a mulligan. Next season, if the, if the Jets start off 1-4, Salah and Douglas are gone. They're not even going to finish the season. You know what I find so funny? I don't hear none of the talks anymore. Oh, definitely going to Sacramento of the playoffs. I don't hear any of that. It's not, it's not happening. I don't hear any of you, you know, I'm not even talking about just from you. I'm just saying, period. Nothing. It's, it's quiet. It's quiet. Season. Very, it's very nothing, quiet. It's you, you know what's crazy? We were talking about this all pause, so I want to get this over before we move on. Yeah, we could we kept hearing about Sauce Gardner last year. One of the best shutdown corners in the league. Sauce. Hey. Right? This year, same thing. Last time I checked, man, out there getting cooked. Mm-hmm. Getting cooked, look frustrated, having penalties. All you know who's better than Sauce Gardner today? That boy Deron Bland. I'm just saying, man, setting records as cornerbacks, pick sixes, six of those for the season. Was five or six of the season? Hey, Sauce Gardner to turn this into some pudding. Gravy Gardner, his name. Gravy Gardner. That's, That's what he is. That's What's his first name? I'm Ahmed. Huh? Ahmad, J- oh. that, that, yeah, that's what we call him now. Then no more sauce. His name is Ahmed. Yeah, Ahmed. Yeah, his name is Ahmed now. His name is Ahmed now. He's no Duran Bland. Get out of here. Oh, Congrats to the win you guys had yesterday. Really good Cowboys. Defense. Congrats on the eight wins. Congratulations on that as well. Eight wins. Shouts to Dak eating the turkey early. I mean, that's just a sign of disrespect, but you know, it's just the game. It's how you guys play it. And I'm salute, yo. It's, it's a good look and. Make it happen. Yeah, right. God bless. Moving on. Moving on. First round out. Um, you won't even see it. Facts. I mean, he's gonna. You know, it's it, they're Jets fans. They Jets fans are the most knowledgeable fans in football. Before we move on, mm-hmm. because they're always watching everybody else's team. They know everybody. They know everybody's stats on everybody's team because their teams are failures. Well, why should they watch their own team? Sucks. It's like the Knicks. Yeah, it's the same thing. The one goes to the Knicks games to watch. Knicks, Knicks fans are the most knowledgeable fans on planet right. Earth. They know everybody else's team. Yeah. Jets, Knicks. Yeah. Same shit. Same garbage. Moving on. Saw, uh, uh, I don't know if it was a, a post or a clip or it was a conversation about should Cam Newton be considered a Hall of Famer? So I was talking to, to Six and shout to Six and he was like, yo, he could be in a conversation if people are looking at the the new age style of quarterback that he was kind of like the first of his kind or whatever it is he kind of like opened the floodgates up to what we see now in regards to dual threat quarterbacks right so after processing what he was saying i was like you know what that makes a lot of sense but then this is where it gets wonky. Cam Newton, outside of one year, was rubbish. He <laughs> was rubbish. Not accurate. Mm-hmm. Right? And destroyed his body because the offensive line was pretty bad in Carolina for the years that he was there. Didn't have a big arm. Had a very good arm, but not a huge, you know, arm, whatever it was. Yo. Pause. But outside of that one year that he won the MVP and they lost one game and got to the Super Bowl, 
Very lackluster. Can we really remember another season that came was really that good? Can't. I, 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 don't, I don't really see that. So it's like, for me to say that he's a Hall of Famer, he's nowhere near. I don't think he is. So, right. And so then, you know, there was a conversation about, oh, well, Eli Manning, you know, he's born. I'm like, Eli Manning got two Super Bowl MVPs. Right. Like, even if you consider him mid, which you probably is, he probably is like on the borderline or cusp of probably making it or not, he's still farther than Cam is because of those accolades. He got, he got two in like five years. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. A, that's... And beat the Pats to do it. Both times. Both times and one Super Bowl MVP both times. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's yeah. so. What are you, what are your thoughts about? Because the thing is, I love Cam. I think Cam was a was a unique talent in the NFL, but I just don't think that he was healthy enough to warrant a Hall of Fame career. And then I had some people say, "Oh well, you know." If if they're gonna kind of lax the rules in basketball to let people in then I can see them doing that in football. I said, here's the problem with that statement, is that the NFL and baseball have one thing in common, is that they have their own Hall of Fame. It's the baseball, it's the MLB Hall of Fame. It's the NFL Hall of Fame. Basketball is not the NBA Hall of Fame. It's the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, which means that your entire career from when you started in college, high school, or whatever it is, all of that stuff matters. Coaches get in, college coaches. So it's not just the NBA. You feel what I'm saying? That's where it's different. Right. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like it's not the same thing. They judge it a lot stricter for the NFL and baseball than they do for basketball. Like a guy like Carmelo Anthony, his career looks better for the Naismith Hall of Fame because you're talking about college, high school, him winning the, the national championship in Syracuse, him having the, the gold medals, him having a very good NBA career. Everything in one pot looks like a Hall of Fame career. Football, they only judge you on the NFL. Right. Baseball, they only judge you on Major League Baseball. So that's where it's different. Cam Newton, if you're judging him just on his major uh, his 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 uh his NFL stats, he doesn't he doesn't make the list. He just doesn't. Thoughts. Well, I, I agree with you 100%. There's like just looking back at it besides that one season, nothing really stands out to Yeah. Me, you know. And he was good. He was he, he was a decent player. Yeah. You know. I wouldn't put him if there were any greats. No. You know. There's I could think of a lot of other quarterbacks that were better than him. Right. You know. So What about you, Claw? I agree. I mean, um I mean, he, he pioneered after the whole Michael Vick era of scrambling. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it wasn't the first to do it. Maybe maybe at the goal line. I think at the goal line yes. where he really did it. Yes. But then it also took away from, like, the running game. And that kind of – that's why kind of took away, but it added, too, because he didn't know what they were going to do. And mind you, McCaffrey was there. And he had McCaffrey. So yeah. that was the thing. Like, they had, like, a two-headed monster at the goal line. So that's probably why it was more successful because they were there. But outside of passing and stuff like that, like, you don't, you don't rec- rec- recognize him for – 400 yards and seven, I mean, dimes every every trip. Like, you didn't see that. So, I don't I don't put him on that list. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Moving on. Hi, Jess. She made a banging, banging, banging Thanksgiving slab. 
Really? Yeah. Oxtail was fire. Mm. There's only a little bit of oxtail left. Like everybody was eating oxtail. I didn't appreciate that. I didn't like it. That like, tends that tends to happen. Like, like you know, you know how like you know you have a dish and like everybody comes through and they're just like, Oh, I like this. This is good. Oh man. And then you have to be nice and you just gotta hey, yeah, go ahead and eat. Mm. When I really don't want you to touch my oxtail. Like at that point, you gotta make your plate a plate for yourself and put it to the side. Why why I gotta do that? I'm in my house I'm, though. Yeah, listen, I learned from I learned that's what you have to do. And so that's the appropriate that, way. That that's happened. the appropriate strategy that of doing to me. it. Okay. See? Yeah. See, I, I didn't I didn't understand Thanksgiving lingo or, you know, strategy. So now I, I gotta I gotta take that. I gotta make sure I hide about two, three plates before everybody gets here. Facts. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh moving on. Tom Brady. Tom Brady said some things. Tom Brady has been very open about his criticism of what he sees in the NFL nowadays. And Tom Brady says, I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. Um, actually said that the that there's a decline in the quality of the NFL's on-field product. I think there's a lot of mediocrity in, in today's NFL. Brady said of league's quality of play. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I have said for years that the NFL has taken a backseat to quality of games and they are more into the fan experience. They're more into we need to make the game more exciting and we need to make sure that, that there's more passing yards and they, 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 you know, we we need all everybody to be inclusive to watch this game. When really and truly, football is one of those sports where it's like the essence of football: running the ball, great defense, um, hard nose tackling, you know, sacking the quarterback, just winning things in the trenches. That's football. When we grew up watching football, we grew up watching great running backs. Barry Sanders, Emmitt Smith, you know, Terrell Davis, like the list goes on. Curtis Martin, so many great in the trenches type of players that the quarterback position was that of game manager. Make sure that you don't screw the game up, but you can be able to make the big play. You know, Troy Aikman was the master of that. Manage the game. Give that shit to Emmitt Smith and let him work. Give it to 22, right? Or find Michael Irvin. Make make sure you you know what to do. But Troy Aikman knew exactly what his role was. They flipped the NFL on his head. So they've devalued the running back position. Doesn't really matter anymore. And they've elevated the quarterback position to a height that it's it's kind of like comical. That you can't touch the quarterback. You can't do anything in regards to the quarterback. They have free reign to do whatever the hell they want. They get paid the most money. And... It's this rock and jock style of football where 500-yard passing games are not really looked at as like an amazing achievement anymore. It's just like, oh, you threw 500 yards. Oh, somebody somebody passed for 5,000 yards in a season? Oh, okay. When Drew Brees was doing it, it was like, yo, did, you, did Drew Brees do 5,000 yards? Like it was, it was something that wasn't even thought about being attainable. Now everybody does it. Everybody puts up big stats now. 
was the last when was the last time you ever heard somebody say to you, yo, 30 touchdowns is a big deal. Now you expect somebody to throw for 30 touchdowns. If they throw for 30 and not 39 or 40, it's a down year. There's a lot that that plays into that. Though. It's the it's the game. It's the it's, it's the way the game is played, though, Fang. So I agree with Brady, but here's the problem. Here's where I kind of spin it. Tom Brady can say that. Tom Brady watched the game in a different way. He grew up watching the 49ers. He was a big Joe Montana fan, right? So he grew up watching that, idolizing that era of football. Came into football. And he was ingratiated in that, in that type of football as well. But something happened while Tom Brady was playing football. Tom Brady happened. So the Brady rules switched everything. Mm-hmm. Remember when he tore his ACL? Well, for one of the first plays of the, uh, of the season? And then my man, what, what's the backup name that, that came in? You remember, Claw? He he got to the Chiefs. Well, well, Jimmy, look that up. Got the guy Matt who Moore. replaced Tom Brady in New England Patriots when he tore his ACL. Matt Moore. No, wasn't Matt Moore. Wasn't Matt Moore. But we'll get it. When he tore his ACL that year, what happened after that? The league changed its rules in regards to you can't low bridge quarterbacks anymore. Every time Brady got hurt, Matt Castle. Matt Castle thank you so much. Every time Brady got hurt, the rules changed. So although he's saying that he doesn't like the way the game is being played, he is the reason why the game is like the, it, where it is. Right. So he has to blame himself, which is really, really, it's, it, the irony of that is, is hilarious. It really is. After the break, we're going to talk about this a little, little more. Yo, this is Cigar Jensen Giles. I want to give a shout out to my boy Barry for all even podcast. Keep doing your thing, bro. Killing it. Tom Brady. We're talking about Tom Brady, about his impact on what he calls a media, mediocre NFL product. I, I think that he played a major factor in the changing of the guard. Him, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, they all played a part in it because they were literally the faces of football. So football's way of protecting them was changing the rules to literally make sure that they were on the field and productive every season so we got greatness out of them but what's left is the rubble in regards to what is left of the nfl because of that it's no longer this gritty league you know teams are more aiming to to be this high octane offense more miami Dolphins style of football than you know san francisco 49er style of football they want to push that more. So I'll ask the room. Is Brady correct? Is he half right? Or is he wrong? I say he's like a quarter correct. You gotta be different, right? That's well, not that's not those not the three options that I give you. Well, I don't like your options. Okay, so that's fine. Know. That's fine. Because at the end of the day, like times are always gonna change. All right. And let's say you, you you get a quarterback like Drew Brees. Oh, he's throwing the ball, like putting up all these yards. All right, the next team is going to want that same thing. Like you said, it's a copycat sport. Correct. Then you got a, a lot more injuries today than you had back then. 
So I, I think it's a lot of different things that molded the game to be what it is now. But like you said, they had to change the game based off of the quarterbacks because, look, you got to get ratings, right? You want Brady in the game. You want a breeze in the game. You So you got to put these rules in effect to keep these guys in the game. All right. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a double edged sword. Like you you, the game went to new heights in regards to popularity and you know advertising and all this money that it's making because of those particular changes. But you get a watered down product now because of it. Right. So, but look at it. So now you got all these great quarterbacks throwing the ball. That now the running backs, you know, no one really. It's like no one cares anymore. Yeah. You know? If your name ain't Christian McCaffrey, nobody cares. Right. So. Claw, thoughts? Um, I mean, I think you he's wrong because, granted, like you said, he is to blame for this shit. Like, through, through the changes they made of the game, they took the physicality out the game. Right? So now it's not a physical game. It's not, it's not what it was, not what, quote, unquote, we grew up on. It's more of a speed game. It's more of that. But then also too, it's like, look at the that's we got to look at what made the um the great offensive players great, especially running backs. The running back was nice because he dodged getting hit. The good ones, you know what I'm saying? Like they dodged getting hit. They that was the whole plan. That was the whole style of play. If I run into this linebacker, he's going to kill me. I have to get away from it, and that really what made them nice. Right. But now the fact that it's a speed game. Now you're dealing with athletes that have more wear and tear because they're not as stocky and, you know, solid as they were previously. They're skinnier. Everybody looks like a track star. Everybody looks mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? You can watch them in the triathlon and in the, in the Olympics. So you now you're getting more bone on bone. Like Bruce Jenner? I need you to relax. I just asked a question. I mean, it's, that does not fit here. Okay. <laughs> All right, good. All right, we're talking about football. Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, it's his personal thoughts. He said, "He said Olympic triathlon." Um, talking about the super athlete, but move on. Yeah, but yeah, I feel like you know you're getting more ACLs and uh, than ever before. You know what I mean? Oblique, right? All types of just like runner issues. You're yeah. not really getting yeah. like that's true. You're not getting outside of the concussions and. You're not getting more broken arms than you used to get. Like you're getting more everything lower body because everybody's so fast and top heavy. Right. That it, you know, it's it's not what it was. So he is to blame for the the way the game changed, but I don't know. I feel like even even I can't say Peyton Manning too, but even Peyton Manning was like he was changing plays at the line in order to not get hit. Or you know what I mean? Or in order right. to have an advantage over these defenses. So it's He's a little different, but Brady did that shit. He's a cheater. He always will be a cheater. You, know, you gotta you're, relax. You're right too, because like when you when you look like look at a lot of these like great players or even up and coming players. No matter what sport it is, I'm you know I'm seeing nowadays. Well, let me not say what sport. But let's say basketball and football. Like, oh yeah, this guy was a track star in in this. Or he's also great on the basketball court. Like you, you find a lot more athletes that. Coming through like college or even high school, played more than one sport, and I feel like that has something to do with it. Also, there's a lot of wear and tear in their bodies coming up now. Pause. It's it's very multi layered. Um, 
there's not one right right or wrong answer. I I think it, there's a lot of factors that you have to play into it. But it, I just found it extremely funny that Tom Brady would be the one to say this because he literally spearheaded most, if not all, the change that happened in the NFL with the quarterback position. So yeah. it's, it's very funny. I don't I don't mean to cut you off, but another thing is like the uh, like the trainers. The trainers, like what they used to get away with back in the day was a little different too. Everything's changed. You know, they would lie. Oh, no, you're fine. Just get back out. Like You know, a lot's changed. I'll just give them a shot, send them back out there. Like, there's a lot of things that they used to do back then that they can't do now. Yeah, of course. I mean, there's a lot of things that have changed with modern medicine, with how they, with strategies and stuff. Things have changed for the better in some ways, and things have changed a lot for the worse in some ways. Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor was the man. Um, it's just, I for one would like the NFL to go back to just being a gritty game, but I know that It'll that would never happen. Never. You're so moving, you're moving towards flag. flag yeah, is about to be exactly. A thing, and it's eventually getting the push. Like think about it. You you got flag in the Olympics. That that is literally giving you a precursor of where the game is going potentially. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Potentially. And like, you know, I mean, granted, I, I, I can talk from both sides of watching the game as it's evolved and what it turned into now. But realistically, it's like, how much off of flag are we now? Couple of, a couple of degrees of separation. That's really, it's not, it's not as far-fetched as it used to be. Like, you know, even lower, like, the kickoffs are a little bit different now. You know what I mean? Like, eventually they wanted to ki- take off the kickoffs. They wanted to eliminate it, yeah. So it's like, you're moving into a, a fast-speed pace. This is nothing like rugby, which goes to show you, like, getting that Amer- like American influence out the country, which they've been trying to push for, for, for a while. They're trying to make it as big as soccer. Or, but I'm just saying they're trying to have that influence as big as soccer to make the American football as big as soccer. But the only issue is you still have rugby, where guys aren't wearing as half as much as commi- uh, equipment you're wearing, and way more physical. So is it really a man's sport? That's what they're gonna, you know. They so my question push. to you is, what do you prefer? Realistically, I mean, I never watched rugby. To I'm not talking about rugby. Time. I'm talking about style of NFL football. I feel like it's a it's a double edged sword because we've seen what some of that gets you. You're talking about the ramifications. I'm talking about for your entertainment value. Entertainment value. What did you like um, better? I don't know. I, I would say give me. It doesn't have to be as gory as it was back back in the day in the '60s, '70s, like that, or even '80s. But give me back to what we had in like 2010. Where it was still a physical game, it wasn't as much like it was still physical. It wasn't like you can't, you know, breathe on somebody and it's like, oh, it's a flag, or you can't taunt, or you can't like that made the game what that, it was. That drives me crazy. Yeah, like, like you're you not, can't, you can't, you're not allowed to be emotional anymore in sports. Exactly. I I I think 2010 is too far in into the bullshit for right. me. I I would prefer the game. 1999, 2000. You think about what the Ravens did. That type of physical style of football that they played defensively. Can't play that anymore. 
You can't do what they did in 2000 now. Ray Lewis. That's, they used to take quarterbacks out. That, that was their goal. They wasn't trying to hurt guys and take them out for the career, but they were going to knock you out of that game, right? That was football. Is that you got a quarterback? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You good. But let's see how you stand here and take these hits all day. And that makes the game more competitive. Exactly, because now the strategy has to change rather than I have to run full speed, and when you throw the football, I now have to find this invisible emergency break that I have to press right. to not hit you to get a roughing the passer how is that physically possible where if i'm running top speed at you to get a sack or get some pressure you release the ball and now i have to find some type of some type of fred, fred flintstone breaks it's to crazy. not hit you and you know the funny part it's about just it dumb is, is some of these quarterbacks get hit still and they get up like, come on, right. he hit me. Like, uh, come on. It turned it turns into basketball. Pussified. It's it's worse than basketball. It turns into basketball. It's worse and than they, basketball. Yo, when I see and Pat Mahomes is guilty all, all the time. He gets touched. Bro. Like he's throwing right. a flag here. Like, where's the, the, the flag? And the they be one, like, and last thing before and we move on. The, the the thing that I hate the most is when like a, a pass rusher will go ahead and try to get some pressure and he's reaching over the top to try to get the get the quarterback and he'll barely touch the helmet flag flies you can't even touch the helmet not even you socking him in the head touch the helmet it's a penalty what are we doing crazy bro what are we doing it's different it's just dudes getting paid 65 million dollars a year you can't touch him like this is why the game is where it is people some people like this and respect to them but i've seen the game in two different errors right like i prefer what i grew up watching that was that's what made me love the game if i grew up now watching the game obviously that's what you're used to but being exposed to both sides of it you have a choice to choose which one you like i'm choosing what i grew up on rather than what i'm seeing so moving on how do we feel about what drew Brees said in regards to his comments that basically he literally left it all on the field. He literally can't use his arm like that anymore, like that. Like, you know, Claude, you had some, you know, we we talking about this a little bit. So, you know, I'll let you, I'll let you get it all first. Go ahead. I mean, you saw it. You know what I mean? Towards the, the latter part of his career, like the end, he was, it wasn't there. Um, I'm sure that's all frustration too. You know what I'm saying? A guy like that is super competitive on a high level and used to playing on a high level. But, um, had he had his his way, like I don't know, it was it, for me it was drastic for him. Like Brady still had a little bit more gracefully. Great Brady could have played like one more before it shut down, depending on where he was situational wise. But Breeze was like, "Damn, Michael Thomas doesn't." You know what I mean? Michael Thomas is bad. Like, and that was your go to, mm-hmm. and it was just like a next couple games. But you know, it's like the fact that he said his arm, his shoulder, and all that, like. Even his hand, like when I looked at, I felt that when Brady, oh uh, not Brady, um Burrow, like when Burrow tried to throw that football when he was in that Thursday night game and just like couldn't even do it. That's like that's a feeling that you just don't want to feel, bro. And it comes with the time. Drew Brees literally said that he can't throw with his right arm anymore. When he throws in the backyard with his kids, he uses his left. 
because it's it, it's it's been that much damaged, and obviously it, it this has stemmed from the bad shoulder injury that he had back in two thousand and one. So to think that the guy played twenty years with a banged up shoulder and set NFL records doing so just goes to show you the level of grit and toughness and just like fight that certain players had Drew Brees an old school guy right like I don't want to throw shade at anybody that may be playing now that's coming up in the game but can we really see a Pat Mahomes going through that Plays back then were more passionate. I don't even know if the passion. I just I I think one hundred percent believe that. I think it's more of just they were just more tough. I I wouldn't say passion because passion can be able to be. You know, you can be able to to put that out there in different ways, right? Like you're a passionate guy in regards to certain things that you like, right? But your passion and my passion are two different things. Mm -hmm. I'm more animated than you are. Right, that doesn't mean that you're not passionate. You're passionate what you do, but somebody that might look at it like me, oh, I don't think he, I don't think he's that passionate. Bullshit. They don't know your type of drive, right? So I don't think that it's a passion thing. I think it's more of just a, a generational gap in regards to how we did things. Like when guys were hurt, guys still got up and went to work, right? Like, dudes didn't complain about certain knick-knack injuries because that just came with being a man, I guess. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to sound macho, but that's kind of like the badge of honor that you had. Like, if you're banged up and you come to play, that's like, yo, nobody's giving you a cracker for that. Nobody, you don't, you're not hearing any announcers saying, and he's playing hurt. Everybody's hurt. Let me ask you, do you think the money has anything to do with it? I think the money has a big thing to do with it because the more money is being invested in into these players is the more that they're assets. Like they have to protect the asset. The players are actually thinking about that as well. I am not going to risk further right. injury because of such and such. Like I could be able to probably come back in three weeks to help my team win. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to wait until seven weeks because I need to make sure that I'm fully healthy because one my money relies on it. My sponsorships rely on it. My agent's telling me this. It wasn't like that when Drew Brees was coming up, right? Guys were making money, but they're not making the astronomical money that they're making now. Right. So, of course, I 100% agree with what you just said. Money plays a huge part in it because the more money you make is the more you become an asset or a liability to these companies. Like, they're like, oh, no, no, can't do certain things. No, 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 no. We, it's like, like, there you go. Look at the quarterback. Like, we, like yeah. we spoke on the quarterback right. situation. Money went up. Protection went up. There you go. So, But I will, I will say, though, and I'm about to say that he is America's tough man right now, but I've seen Pat Mahomes. Yeah, a high ankle sprain, go out there and went out there hobble. Yep, and and then maybe he was a good actor, but he he sold it. He he went out there and did what he had to do. And the coach said, "Hey, once you sit down," and he said, "No, coach, I'm going out there." And yeah, that's his, exactly his what high, he says. Yep. High bitch voice. No, I'm going. No, coach, like I'm going out there like that. Yeah. And he went out there. And he won the fucking game. So I mean, listen, maybe Pat Mahomes was a bad example, but 
I'm just talking about just this new generation of athletes. Yeah, it's just that it's just about like I just don't. I don't think it's anybody's fault. I just think that just the way it's more athlete, involved. It's more, the way sports it's are more right political. now. It's just it's, it's just more political. There's more red tape in sports now at a younger age than there ever has been. Right, like you're literally like approached with kid gloves through high school, through college. They're making sure that everything is right. Like, oh, even players in college right now, right? Guys with their draft stocks. Oh, we don't want you playing in the in the bowl. You're gonna sit the bowl game out. Yeah. The fuck you talking about? I played this whole season. I can't play in the bowl game. No, we gotta protect your draft stock. Even the Pro Bowl. Yeah. I mean, Pro Bowls. There is no Pro Bowl. This is rubbish. This has been rubbish since day one. But but yeah, it, it's just more of just a. I think it's just more of a generational thing. It's just. It was a badge of honor to be out there to just play. Like, look at Eli Manning. Eli Manning never missed a start. Was banged up. Peyton Manning, same thing. He was until he was physically unable to do it. That's when he missed games. Right? You hear these Iron Man streaks that guys go on. It's it's how they grew up. It's how they know how to be. Like, I gotta be here, play every game. I don't care if I'm banged up. I don't care if I'm hurt. I'm not. I'm not hurt to the point that I can't perform. It's not it's not celebrated as much anymore. And that shows your team that, you know. Yeah, that I'm coming to work. Yeah, I'm the, like I'm the captain. I'm the leader of this yeah, team. I'm, I'm coming I'm to work. If I'm showing up, y'all show up. It's like it's kinda like it's kinda like being at your job, right? Like some people will call out to, to for for a little head cold, right? Oh, I got sniffle. I got, can't come to work today, right? While some people never call out and they're they're sick, they got problems going on, but they're showing up to work. Every day, they're never late. They lead by example. They lead by example because that's what you grew up on. Is that y'all? I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna show you that it doesn't matter what's going on in my life personally. I'm gonna be here because this is my job and this is what I tend to do. So that that mentality is not passed down to everybody. I think just generation. Oh, I I can see that there's a lot of people in this generation that have that ability to want to do that. They're not being told to do that. Because it's not necessary. Hey, you need to rest. You need to make sure that you're healthy and fully healthy before you come back. They may want to do it. They're being told otherwise. So we'll never see a Drew Brees again like that. To be able to be out there. And we probably didn't even really know how much pain Drew Brees was in. Never said anything. Never talked about it. I talked it out. You know what I'm saying? He's probably going home every night. Ice in that shoulder, probably had some some therapy on it for hours at a time, like just to be able to function the next day. We don't know what 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 35 to 40 looked like for him. You know what I'm saying? But he was out there every year as much as he could be because he did get hurt in the latter years like that, right? But he was an Iron Man. He was a guy that came to work with his lunch pail every day and did his job. So respect to Drew Brees. Moving on. Moving on. I don't like what's going on with my podcast right now. I don't. For the last few weeks, I've had to... I've had to walk some things back that I don't like. I've had to really come out and I had to apologize to Raymond Felton for fat shaming him. (laughs) (laughs) 
Don't make me laugh. I'm trying to be serious. I had to apologize. Or not even apologize. I had to say that I was wrong about Mac Jones. It's wrong. It's dead wrong. Supported him. Couldn't do it no more. I am not going to walk anything back. However, I am going to shed light on a couple of alterations. <laughs> Dak Prescott might possibly be the leading candidate for the MVP this season. He just may be. Get me out of here, bro. Sub. I, for the last... Five weeks of the NFL season, there has not been a quarterback that has played better football than Dak Prescott. I'm telling you right now, if you go look at his stats, everything, QBR, passer rating, um, yards per attempt, yards, um, all of that stuff. He's either one or two. Team's undefeated in, the, in that stretch. After that 49ers game, yes, you, you, you can talk about the competition that they play, but you got to play the teams on your schedule. They've looked pretty impressive. And Dak Prescott has been the captain of the helm, right? So I got to be honest. The man is playing at an MVP level. He is. He deserves a round of applause. It, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I have to say it. I have to say it. It, it would be... Wrong of me to still throw shade at this man, although he's playing as good. Now, granted, the MVP race in football right now is a hodgepodge. There's a there's not one person that's like separating themselves, right? Mahomes is not having a Mahomes season. Lamar Jackson is eh. CJ Stroud's a rookie. Nobody expects him to win, right? Brock Purdy, decent, but everybody knows that he needs everything to be perfect around him to be good, right? And everybody else is kind of just like in that hodgepodge. Golf, all of these guys. But Dak hurts. Yeah, I don't even put hurts there because he's rubbish. Um, but Dak has looked good. He has. So you're the Cowboys fan as well. Like, go ahead. What, what do you think about what I just said? I'll be honest with you. When Micah Parsons said that Dak should be mentioned in, the, you know, I was like, I don't know. But numbers don't lie. Numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. And the fact that the man that's sitting across from me right now who hates Dak Prescott is willing to come out and say that, kudos to you, man. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying. Kudos if I could be able to admit that, you see, I did something that Claw refused to do, even now, <laughs> right? Refused to do. You're doing it when he's winning. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. You're doing it when he's doing good. But when he was doing bad, you was hold on. But 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 that's when you have to do it. I thank you. If if but I'm still you have I, to do thank you, Fang. If I'm still throwing yeah, shade at the man and he's doing good, that's hate. That's hate. That's I'm like, giving him his flowers right. when he's playing well, and when he plays like shit, I'm gonna make sure I say it. To look at you. You on the other hand. Trash, when man. Zach Wilson plays bad, it's lying. Yeah, it's old, lying. It's lying. Lying's bad. The line is bad. Nobody catches the ball. Lazard bad. He is bad. I don't want to hear that. Yes. I don't want to hear that. Call a spade a spade. But Dak Prescott, man play. And you know, Mike, Mike McCarthy, 
he's putting himself in coach of the year too. He he's not gonna win it. Dan Campbell will, will will win it with the Lions, but Mike McCarthy not play. He's, he's not coaching too bad this season. We not talking about Mike McCarthy's blunders as we used to. That's all I'm saying. So I gotta be honest. Yo, Dak has been accurate. At man, man's throwing darts out yeah. there, throwing darts. So what do you want me to do? Walk, it's walk, it's walking back season. When my man grabbed that turkey, just put the leash around your own your neck and just walk yourself up. Nah, 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 nah. You, you, you need to. You, why don't you just back off? Nah, man, okay, can't, can't how about that? Nah. Use your own line against you. It's just no, back off. No backing off. I tell you right now, if anything changes in what's going on with Dak Prescott, I'm I'm blaming Dolly Parton. You stop. I mean, she put on the the Cowboys she gear. Like she inspired him. She inspired him to have that game. Cause he he probably a Dolly Parton fan. She looked like too. a character from Team America. <laughs> <laughs> After the break, my irrelevant news of the week. He has changed the game. Whether you like it or not, he's changed it. He's impacted the game in some fashion or form. I, I'm gonna find a ball mistress for you to go to. <laughs> and you go, you gonna turn that motherfucker out. <laughs> Yeah, all the gals watching. <laughs> Crack them if, if you got them. <laughs> all the gals watching. Minus, minus six. And I would like to formally welcome you to... Welcome. And welcome. And welcome. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. To the grid. Welcome to the grid. And welcome, welcome to the, the grid. grid. Welcome to the grid. Welcome back, y'all. Now it's time for my irrelevant news of the week. You gotta be kidding me! I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, yeah, they stink. Every week, man. It's just, I love this. I love this episode. Or was it segment? Yeah, segment. Segment. That's that's what I was looking for. Uh, first one: mysterious cosmic ray observed in Utah came from beyond our galaxy. Scientists say. Now, first thing that came to my head, right? If aliens were trying to send us a message, why the fuck would they do it in Utah? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing out there, man. Ain't nothing out there but Mormon women. But it's kind of like, it's like the crop circles. Uh, that's a good point. You don't see no crop circles in New York. No. They don't come over here, son. They don't come this way. Mm -mm. Why is that? You can't. Why is that? Too Explain. Crowded. You said they, we, they can't. Too crowded. But we... Yeah. Yo, bro, you send the sign over here, bro. They got to compete with Times Square. Got to compete with the... <laughs> we, yeah, we probably wouldn't see it. <laughs> see that shit. It'll go right by us. <laughs> They'd be like, hello. We've remember, been, remember we, that time, we've remember, been here for five days. Remember that time the fucking... The sky turned like blue, like light blue, like the old even sign? Yeah. That night. And everybody was like... All right, all right, all right. What's going on here? Other than that, bro, yeah, we don't pay attention enough. We, we don't pay. We up, don't bro, care, man. bro. Like I'm telling you, aliens would have came here. Like, oh, bro, we were literally signing, shining this light in Manhattan for like five days. We don't care. We don't care. Where? What block? What block? Facts. <laughs> Where was you at? You seen it? I ain't see it. Well, uh, uh, I mean, of all places, go to Utah. Utah. 
You know what's funny though? Like I saw a lot of stuff going on this week about like the flat earthers came out mm. talking about uh, I guess one of Elon's rockets went off or something like that. And now let's see, look, look, it couldn't get past the what is it? What do you call it? The ferment. The ferment. Yeah, yeah the, it can't. It didn't make it past the ferment. I'm like, so nothing can get out, but everything else can get in. Is that the way this works? Maybe. Yeah. Mm, I mean, exactly. listen, after after this year, we I think we've pretty much understood. Even if they had proof, they congressional had hearings, they had all these things about aliens, bro. We don't give a fuck. It don't matter. We just waiting. Yo, we just waiting to see him. It's still high. Inflation is still real. No one gives a fuck no more, bro. Right. Listen, if the aliens come down and say, "Listen, we understand that y'all rent have been very high in New York. We we just want to." Give you, we want to extend an olive branch to say rent is like a third of the price yeah, on Mars. Y'all want to come? Yes, I'm going to Red Rocks. Do aliens have mouths? I'm sure they do. Like all the ones I see, like the photos, the photos, they never have mouths. They maybe don't need them. Maybe don't need. Maybe they they communicate through. Yeah, That's what makes them smarter because fucking mouths clearly because they don't shut. The, they 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 realize. That we have to evolve as a species and shut the fuck up, right? right? We don't want to hear, we don't hear nobody speak. Just send me that, send me that brainwave. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's not a pause. That's not a pause. I know. I had that's not a pause. That's unnecessary. What you had to say? You had miles in your dicks. Like who knows? <laughs> Just never know. You never know. you never know. You never know. Moving on. Moving on. Dick mouth. What's the next one? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Succubus from South Park. Right. Kyle Rittenhouse reportedly lost all of his money after his acquittal in the two fatal shootings of two Wisconsin protesters. How do we feel about Mr. Rittenhouse today? Where, where's the help for him? I thought Trump was his man. It's a pawn, bro. It's just amazing how, like, after a certain while, that that when that popularity rubs off, when the real world hits you, and then you know that there's no support coming, right? And he's like, "Yo, I'm really in here." Now you realize the politics is worn off. Right. Mm-hmm. That there's no, yeah, the there's light, no publicity. The lights, the lights go off. Yeah. The cameras stop rolling and nobody gives a fuck. Facts. And that's where it's like, damn, I fucked up. And the booty warriors out there like, I like it. <laughs> and I won't shit. <laughs> right. You know, I'm telling you, man, because it gets crazy. It gets crazy. Moving on. Moving on. Three men break into an abandoned jail oh, yeah, and bro. accidentally lock themselves in a cell. What was this? In Chicago, right? Let's go ahead and find out. Illinois. Let's see. Abandoned jail and accidentally locking themselves in one of the cells in St. Louis, Missouri. Same shit. The incident occurred Thursday night when the three men broke into the medium security institution, also known as the workhouse. Police received a 911 call from the jail and helped the men out of the cell before arresting them for trespassing. Ain't it crazy? Like, you lock yourself up, and now the police lock you up. Yo, that's crazy. That's... (laughs) Yo. 
That's crazy, bro. Yeah, I always want to commend everybody in this room for having something fucking better to do than break into an Yo. prison with my spare bro, time. This is a thing, though. Like, I know people who, like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, like, the King's Park Psychiatric Facility out on Long Island. It's like an abandoned psychiatric facility where it's, like, fucking acres. I'm talking about buildings on top of buildings that are abandoned. Yeah. And people go in these buildings just to, I don't know, do nincompoop things. Like, it's a whole culture for that. It's nuts. Nicole is laughing extremely She's been there. right now. She's I've been there. been there, but it would be like, people like take off from school and just go have like orgies there. Mm-hmm. I want to know, did you make like a Blair Witch film like that you're not sharing with She her? definitely looks like a Blair Witch. Blair Witch type of person. And it's like back in the days when they used to do like crazy tests on people, like in like these psychiatric facilities. Crazy tests. I don't believe in those things. Moving on. Moving on. This one made me laugh, but it could be true. Census projects over one in four Americans will be Latino. By 2060. I believe it. It's the claw factor, because you remember what claw says. He, he, listen, if you go get a go get a joy, it needs to be <laughs> needs to be a mamacita. I think a lot of people are thinking like that as well. Yeah. Well, look around you. They're the makes they're, sense. They're the majority. People don't realize right. that they, they are the majority. Them and Indians. But but they're in high demand. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, nah. Spanish is like the, the language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. English is like low-key fading out. I got to learn. I got to freshen up on my Spanish. Go get you one of those Latinas. Yeah. I was La- going to get a... What's that? The... Uh, what's that thing they got? The new shit? No. I don't know what the hell they call it. Rosetta Stone? Yeah, oh. like Rosetta Stone or something nah. like that. Go to Roosevelt Avenue. Facts. Take a walk down. I'm not looking to get a prostitute. I was going to tell you that you can get Spanish lessons over there. Uh, you see how your brain just goes somewhere well, that's else? That's all that's over there. That no, and man, Spanish it's, lessons, it's, obviously. It's, 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 There's other it's, buildings. It's, There's restaurants. Right. Listen, when you go to Roosevelt Avenue, I don't know when the last time you've been there, buddy. But when I go over there, I see Latinas in storefronts. And they're not really and, trying to help you speak the language. And in those same storefronts, you can actually get a good Spanish lesson. That's what I'm saying. I just don't know what you like. What a you lesson mean? in what? Like what kind of Spanish lesson? Living la vida loca, bro. Oh, okay. That's how it goes. Why don't you just back off with the that? La- listen, the last time I was there, mm-hmm. I saw a lot of homeless Latinos. I saw a lot of sex workers. I saw a lot of things that I don't necessarily agree with. Hmm. You know, it's funny. Like, if you go there now, like, when's the last time you've been to Roosevelt Avenue? Uh, definitely a couple of weeks. It it, it looks like when you ever, you ever been to the Mexico border? I have not. Okay, you need to, you need to pay that place a visit, and you'll see what I'm talking about. Question is, have you? I have. Okay. Okay. See that 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 it says a lot. Yep, there says you. a lot about him. We Moving him. on. We got him. Moving on. Jackpot winner sues his child's mother for telling his family. <laughs> you guys foul. 
You sue him because you told. I I, I agree well, why, with him. Do, why? What do you mean why? Like why did can you? A do? main man who won one point three billion dollars is suing his daughter's mother for allegedly telling his family about the win against his wishes. So he told her not to say anything. Did she sign the NDAs? Right, that's what I was about to ask. Well, let's go ahead and see. Man is taking legal action after winning the main lottery. He's like, nah. So we don't know if he's taking any any uh if he yeah, if he had an NDA. NDA. I'm under the I'm under the yeah. assumption that him and this woman aren't together. Right. Sounds like that. And that maybe he has custody of the child. Or she does. Because at that point, she's getting paid. So why not shut the hell up? Well, she got like what one point three, like seven eighty something, seven something. So which means she probably get about two. Uh-huh. That's crazy. So for her to come, for her to say something, right? You know, that, that, that's kind of. But some people not together. He had to get her signed an NDA. Right. Sure, yeah, too. Some people just can't shut up, bro. It don't matter if they if you with them or not. Like they yeah. just they just want to spread your business. Diarrhea of the mouth. Facts. And then you get the five knuckle shuffle too mm-hmm. after that. So, I mean, I don't condone listen, with I've those seen type people, of nineteen fifty behaviors, but I'm I'm not talking about just with. Yeah, I'm talking about anybody. That's my money. I've seen the don't play with my money. I've seen people disappear for less. Facts at the Mexican border. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Last one before we get out of here. Florida man. Oh, we haven't heard that in a while, right? Wow. Florida man arrested after throwing a pack of Oreos <laughs> as wife. So Florida goes to that extreme. So you can be able to carry guns. You can stand your ground. Do all these things, right? Don't need to wear masks, COVID, not a lot, a lot of stuff. They don't they don't like black history down there. There's a lot of stuff that they just allow. But you can't throw Oreos at people. That's that's offensive. Is it the wasting of the Oreo? The that's the way they draw the line. Is it the assault or the the waste of the Oreos? Could be both. Was she hurt by this? Like, did he like rock her like right in her face with it? Did it rupture? I mean, even if even if somebody throws an Oreo really hard at you, right? Wouldn't the Oreo just break onto your body because it's well, a, I it was like a fucking cookie? I'm thinking of like a sleeve of Oreos. That's still not enough to hurt you, though. Like, was it frozen? No. Were they golden Oreos? Were they hot? Double stuffed? Double stuffed? You really wouldn't get hurt with a double stuff. Pause. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. I don't know what you went through, bro. Oh, man, that was wicked. That was a good one. It's a good catch. But yeah, there's no harm in getting Oreos thrown at you, but you get arrested for that? Maybe it's just a, a level of disrespect. Like, yo, right. anybody that can do that. It's a little, it's a little Ike Turner-ish. It really is. Well, it's technically, it's assault. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. Definitely is. So let's see. Florida man allegedly threw a package of Oreo cookies at his wife while the two were arguing over their empty coffee maker. Yo, a package is like the whole sleeve of like, 36 cookies right. and three sleeves, 12 in each. Yeah. But here's the thing, though. The couple been married for over 40 years. If he get... <laughs> These are old people. If, listen, if, if he... If you hit Dolly Parton with a if pack he, of Oreos, she might break in half. If he felt comfortable 
throwing a pack of Oreos at his wife that he's been married to for over 40 years. Cops need to stay out of this. Well, who read it? I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy. Someone had to say, that you can't do that. And then call the police on him. What happened? Well, it's probably, you know, you know how you got nosy neighbors. They probably heard the argument and came over and interjected themselves. Hey, this is 911. How can I help you? Hank did it again. He threw, he threw a goddamn pack of Oreos at Gertrude. I can't believe it. This is crazy. You have to get down here. It's getting messy. I need, I need, you got to come down. So first off, there's Oreos all over the car. There's all Oreos all over the front desk or front door. Like, what are we doing here? He, Please. He threw it so aggressive. It exploded everywhere. It's everywhere. Almost hit Lil' Ann in the face. Oreos. You go to jail for Oreos, man. And then, but you heard the frustration, though, what I told you. The coffee maker was empty. So he was like, yo, there's no coffee? What are we doing here? And she was like, oh, well, I didn't know I was supposed to make coffee. He didn't want to hear it. Well, in, in his defense, they've been married for 40 years. These are old times. They, he, there's a certain way that they they communicate with each other. Right. Right? You know, like they grew up a little bit. Like, there's a, like, a, like, let's say for instance, my grandparents. I recall my grandmother bringing out my grandfather's food on a on a freaking silver platter, right, and feeding him every wake day. Up in, wake up in the morning, his newspaper and his coffee was there waiting for him every day. So if you do this for me every day, and this one day that ain't there, oh no, heads we, are, we heads having a conversation. Roll. Yep, heads are gonna roll. We are gonna have a conversation. That's all it is. So that is my irrelevant news. You gotta be kidding me! I mean, how do you watch the? I mean, yeah. They stink. Uh, let's go ahead and go into these NBA topics now. Now, um, awkward. Josh Giddy, super intern. I need to know how old Josh Giddy is currently, please. Last name is G I D D E Y. Josh Giddy, star guard or guard for the Oklahoma City Thunder, really good player. 21 years old. Is alleged to have just turned 21. So we're talking about somebody who literally just turned 21. Um, allegedly is reported to have some type of relationship with some minors. Plural? Plural. Ooh. I didn't plural. know it was plural. It's not just one. But if we're going to talk about the one, that's the biggest one because, like I said, there's an investigation going on. Um, We're not going to go into crazy detail with this, obviously, because there's an investigation going on. We don't want to go ahead and make assumptions until all the facts and the details are out. I want to make an assumption. Go ahead. But please clean it. Keep it clean. All right. I think uh, this Mr. Giddy could possibly be one of these guys who, you know, maybe he was never really in the spotlight like that. Right. Now he's uh, big time. You know, he's played in front of the big audience. He's on TV. All the cameras, the lights shining in his face. And and the tr I don't want to say that word. But this young woman was interested in him. Oh, Giddy. I love you, Giddy. Love you too, baby. And he just took a little bit too far. Could be. Or the fact that 
he comes from Australia. Oh, it's probably okay out there. And down under. There's certain things that, you know, you got to you got to think about the the age difference down there, what's what's allowed, what's legal, but also too the, the reports is that this young lady was in an 18 and over club and she doesn't necessarily look young, right? But at that point, we all know this game, right? As men, we've all been in situations one side or the other in regards to seeing a girl. She looked good, but she's like, you know what? I need to know how old you are, fam. Like, where your card at? <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, where's your card? Can I be devil's advocate? Yes, please. If you're in the club and you're sourced, that's not necessarily the first thing you're going to do. hundred percent accurate. Absolutely. You know, so I can understand that. If he met her in the club that's 18 and over, I I don't want to say I get it, but I can understand how some mistakes can be made. I can't, I can't fault you for that. I can't fault you for that take. I, I mean, it's... Uh, but if it ended there, then yes. But if it continued to go on, that's yeah, where right. exactly. So right. that and that's what happened, right? It continued outside of the club, where now there's different situations going on, and this is now your chance to be able to get some verification, vet, like, vet the sources, especially if you're speaking to her like during school hours. Like, you, got, you gotta relax, you know. You gotta relax. As I said, decorum, sir. I thought like, that was. Did he go to her prom? I'm just asking. That. <laughs> well, the reason why I said or what I said is because like, that's if you're calling a certain person at a certain time of the day and you're having, you know, just general conversation with them, it would make you think, like, hey, mate, this person isn't at school. This person's available. Well, I'm at work or some shit. Right, like you know? I'm in so. college. Yeah, it'd be crazy if you say I'm at work and you get a text back and say I'm at band practice. <laughs> bands in college. Hey, dude. Oh, she's like, oh, I work at a school. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, people be uh, in his defense, people be lying on that level, but an ongoing thing is something. Hey, you had more than enough time to be like, Yo, so when's your birthday? Year of what? Yeah, I'm the year of the dog. What are you? And also, too, right, like, you're an NBA player. Like, now I guess this is just us talking because we're not in that life, and it's easy to be able to play, you know, armchair quarterback and be judgmental or I would do this. But it's like if you're in that situation, you got money. Like, I would have somebody with me and make sure that they're kind of vetting my sources of who's in my circle. Like, I got to... My body and my popularity and my skill is is my business, right? This is my business. So if I'm having any interactions with anybody, it's going to affect my business, whether in a positive or a negative way, which means that I need somebody to be able to vet any particular source that's in front of me at all times. You know what I'm saying? Like you have the resources to be able to do that, young or not, you need to understand the landscape and the job that you have. 
That's the most important thing. And I don't understand why these athletes continue to fall on themselves and make these mistakes when you have the resources to be able to do otherwise. Now, if it's just some Joe Schmole that don't have that particular, you got to be on your P's and Q's. You got to make sure that you do what you have to do. But if you have the resources to hire people to be able to protect you, protect you as an asset, do so. That's my whole thing. So until we we get all the the information out there, it looks like Mr. Giddy is in some big trouble. And you know, I would hate to see this kid um his career get cut short off some BS, but you got to be careful. You got to take full responsibility of the actions that you go ahead and do. So, I got remind me next break. I got a funny story for you guys. Nice. Remind me. Yes. Moving on. Moving on. I'm going to wait until after the break. Uh, KD, uh, KG's comments about Jordan Poole said that he shouldn't be in the league. He doesn't deserve to be in the league. Thoughts? I agree. Did you see this buffoon? <laughs> Just letting the ball roll down with the down clock. 10. I'm like, like, what are you doing? The huddle of him just not paying attention, not paying attention, talking about this is my team, I got this. Like, if you listen, you know what type of dick you have to be to get kicked off a championship roster team full of vets that are just like, yo, we can be able to take on any personality here because we go through this. We're we're seasoned team. We can be able to handle this. And they said, nah, you, you got to get this dude out of here. Who, who was the porn star that was at the game watching him that, the other night? Where I think he only had like six points. Uh-huh. Yeah, he had, he, had a, he had some joint on. Yeah, yeah, like the porn star sitting courtside, came to see him play. And he stunk it up, bro. He's just bad. He, he's he, he just air balls. He's just, he, he's just one. He's a bad character guy that. I I never thought was good from day one. Like, came out of Michigan, got drafted, you know, was a very inefficient player as a rookie, came and had that one good season for Golden State and got paid. You see what happens is that people tend to do this a lot. Dudes get one good year and they're like, yo, we gotta pay we gotta we gotta make sure we we lock him in. Like, nah, how about you see it play out for a little bit longer? And then go ahead and make that decision. Glad you said that. Because I need you to walk something back. Mm. Go ahead. Scoot. Oh, no, it's too early. It's too early. Yeah, it's way too early for that. They sent them downstairs, bro. Doesn't matter. Come on. He's hurt, too. That's too early. Come on, bro. You have to talk about Scoot year two. If he's still not popping in year two, then 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 I'll walk you back. You said... when. I know what I said. Wait. I know what I said. He's generational, but you gotta give him point. You gotta give him time. Some people's curves are this way. Some people's curves are this way. I'm talking about potential. You know, you you know what I'm talking about, man. This is sports. Yeah. Now that you cleared it up, we know. Now nah, I cleared it up. You're right. That, that was that was foul. Um, <laughs> after the break, dehumidifiers and space heaters. Why do I have this coat on? You know, 
If you don't know, I'll tell you. It's for the new segment, Dehumidifiers and Space Heaters. So, this is where I give the Clippers their due. See, the thing is, as a Laker fan and as a career Clipper hater that I've been, I, I don't like them. I hate the way their jerseys look. They always look very cheap when I was growing up. Just look second rate. Steve Ballmer hasn't done anything to change that. They still look pretty second rate. But here's the problem that I'm having with the Clippers now. There's four superstars there. Shouts to Russell Westbrook, Wyatt Leonard, Paul George, and now James Harden. Trying to figure it out. They're still going through. They've won a couple of games, right? Shouts to them. Did you see what happened in the Clippers-Spurs game a few nights back? If you don't know, I'll tell you. Kawhi Leonard returns back to San Antonio. Prodigal son's back. Guy that said he didn't want to play for Greg Popovich anymore. He wanted to leave. Do his own thing. Ended up winning a championship in Toronto. Hey, it's a great move, right? Then he chose the goal to the Clippers. The rest is history. Well, he's on the free throw line in the San Antonio crowd. They keep receipts. They're not going to give him some welcome package and celebrate his accolades and his achievements in a Spurs uniform, winning finals MVP against the Miami Heat. They're not going to remember those. They're going to remember him ditching them to leave to go to Toronto. They booed him vociferously. Booed him. It was loud. Couldn't hear anything. It was so bad that the great Greg Popovich took to the microphone and said, can we calm down a little bit? Please stop booing because this is not what we do here. That's how bad it's gotten. That a coach in the NBA, we're not talking about high school here. We're not talking about church league. We're not talking about some kid that don't know how to play ball and people are laughing at him and the parents want to get, get it calmed down. We're talking about a professional sport and a coach is telling the fans that pay their good money to not boo? Only the Clippers this happens to. This is why I love this stuff. I will be here every week because there's always going to be something to discuss when it has to, when it has to come with the Clippers. It's, it's, it writes itself. You're going you're gonna to tell people to stop booing? I wish they would have turned around and booed, <laughs> booed his old ass. <laughs> Sit your old ass down, man, and cool the fuck out. Not boo after what he did to the Spurs fans? Of course they go boo. It's hilarious. It's just, when, have you ever heard of a professional coach doing this? Never. How about you, Claw? No. It's, it's part of the game. It's part of the game. Especially the, the away team. It's not like he's on the home team and he's getting booed. I can see him doing it out of respect. I get it, but you don't do that. That's corny. It is. It's corny. He did it out of respect for him, which which I give Pop his kudos for that, but you don't do that. Respect or or pity? Nah, I think it's respect. Oh, look at you. Quiet. Nah, you, you got you to gotta respect him because he left your organization, went and got a chip. Mm. You got to respect that. 
and now he married the the wrong woman. Yeah. We're talking about the Clippers. We're not talking yeah. about his real life. He went to the Clippers and made the worst mm-hmm. career decision ever. Yep. I can't feel sorry for that. Can't. Oh, I don't feel I sorry. I won't. I won't. I don't expect you to. Next order of business. I didn't I didn't talk about this last week. But did you hear Lou Williams talk about the Clippers in the bubble in 2020? Well, if you didn't hear it, I'll tell you. The man said that they did not want to be there. And they thought that no one would respect their championship if they won the bubble championship. So they decided to not chase it like they should have. That sounds blasphemous. <laughs> Yo, I'm trying to tell you that when you put on that jersey, you immediately get idiot brain. You're going to tell me that you sacrificed a championship based on what your peers would say about said championship? Explain to me. It makes no sense. It does make sense to people who root for the Clippers. Because that's how Clipper fans and Clipper players rationale logical things in their head or illogical things in their head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Tim Duncan winning a championship in the 50-game shortened season. Does anybody talk about that? How about the uh, the Miami Heat when they won their championship? Or was it the first year when they got to the finals against the, the, the Mavs? I think that was the shortened season, 66 games. Anybody talk about that? So... Only you as a Clipper fan or a Clipper member would think that people wouldn't respect the championship. You've never gone to the finals in your existence. And you thought that the decision to make was to forfeit a chance to do so? And thought that people would give you respect for it? Only the Clippers would do something like this. It's poetic. That's W of the Week content. It, they're not even worthy for that. <laughs> this is why they get their own segment. Because this shit is hilarious. And whoever roots for this team consistently has to hate themselves on a, on a, <laughs> on a grander scale. They must hate their job. They must hate the friends that they associate themselves with. They must hate a lot of things that they don't talk about. You can't root for a team like that and be somebody that has everything together. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Just can't. How does that make sense? So, in closing, while I wrap this up, knowing that there are coaches out there that take sympathy and pity on a poor Clippers player that's at the free throw line and getting booed. It just shows you the level of concern that people have worldwide for Clippers Nation. 
They want to make sure that they protect you guys as much as possible because we know that your feelings are very, very sensitive. We understand that when people talk about you guys, you get very riled up. You get very territorial, but we only do it out of love because we understand that you being a fan of this team can only lead to spiraling further in your life. So <clears throat> it's it's what we try to avoid with you or for you. Um, I heard you say Clipper Nation. Yes. It's more like a cul-de-sac. So I mean, th there's a hashtag that says Clipper Nation, and when you see the hashtag, like you know, you can see how many like people 72. have used it. It was like like fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Oh man, tell you man, like if I think the biggest punishment that anybody can give me is if I get reincarnated back as a Clippers fan. That would be like, I have to think about all the bad things that I did in my previous life and say, why would anybody choose this hard life for me? Like, you can make me do any type of job, but why would you make me root for this team? It's pain, it's embarrassment. It's a lot of things that come with being a Clippers fan, it's not just one thing. Shame. Embarrassment, you know, loneliness, because you you're not gonna find. It's like it's like seeing a, a Capital One bank. You don't see them often, right. and like once in every five towns, you see one now. That's what it's like being a Clippers fan. Well, probably most of their fans are probably like sleeping on Skid Row, possibly. Yeah, you because know? they get free stuff. Right. You know, Clippers just hand things out. Hey, come to the game, two dollars. You know, in all seriousness. With 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 a franchise like the Lakers, you better off just leaving town. They would be better off going to like Arizona or right. New Mexico. New Mexico needs a team. Exactly, New Mexico could take the Jets. Right, and and the, and the Clippers. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Mexico City. Yeah, good. So Clipper fans, as I've said, I am here for you all season. This is not a place of pain. It's not a place of ridicule. It's a place of truth. And I just want to bring the facts. Bring the support. This right here is symbolism. It's very, very cold in the basement. And when you're cold, you tend to lose the ability to think straight. You ever been really, really cold and you really can't function Mentally, because it's like you're just trying to seek shelter. <laughs> That's what I am for you Clipper fans. Shelter. I am here to help. So please put the dehumidifiers and the space heaters to the side and think about rooting for this team going forward because it's only going to bring pain and suffering into your life. Moving on. Moving on. You wanted to talk about Chris Paul. I didn't necessarily want to talk about him, but, you know, it's in the news right now. Chris Paul was ejected from the game. Scott Foster kicked him out of the game. Mm -hmm. They have a long history of having a rivalry. Whose side are you on? 
if it's it's sort of like a conflict of interest having Scott Foster, you know, ref the game. If he if he has animosity towards another player, I do see it as a conflict of interest, and they should put someone else in his place. Mm-hmm. I completely get that, but at the same time, who really gives a shit about Chris Paul? I here's my thing: is that Scott Foster is veteran official. Chris Paul is a veteran point guard, Hall of Famer, all of this stuff, right? Chris Paul believes that he's the smartest guy in the room because he likes to challenge referees in regards to what calls they make. Hey, what call is this? Do you know that this is not in the playbook? Or this is the, the, the rule book, blah, 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 section such and such. He's very, very smart. He's a, he's a savant. But my thing is that even though you're smart, even though you might be the smartest person in the room, do you always have to tell people that you're the smartest people in the room? Sometimes it's okay to shut the fuck up. The call is already made, right? So you're not going to reverse it. You're not going to overturn it. If Scott Foster calls the foul or calls whatever it is, have a conversation about it and then move on. But if you see the clip, he kept going on. And what did Scott Foster say to him more than once? Enough. So he gave him leeway. It's not like he just blew the tech. He said, chill out for a second. Think about it. But no, because Chris Paul thinks he's the smartest person in the room, he needs to be right about whatever happened. You're reaching. That's not. It's not a reach. All players do it. Not every player. It's not just Chris Paul. Right. And what linear plays every night argue with the refs because the refs are out here making. But Fang, what I'm saying is that when players go that length, what ends up happening to them? Oh, they get ejected. So my thing is, say your piece. But once the ref tells you enough, respect the referee. I, I hear you. But That's all I'm saying. I, I'm not listen, saying I hear you, that these fu- guys go out there every night and play with emotion. I'm not saying that Scott Foster is right in regards to having a quick whistle, but if somebody's telling you, chill out, and you keep going, whatever happens after that fact right. is not that person's fault, because if you get into a tiff with somebody, you calm. Person's getting riled up. You tell him, enough, cool out. And they continue to proceed getting tough with you. You end up knocking them the hell out. Who's at fault? Oh, I hear you 100%. He's at fault for that. So that's what but I'm saying. You, understand, like you, you have to understand that in sports, there's a lot of emotion. But you have to isolate the situation. We can't just keep saying that refs were bad about yes, refereeing is bad uh you know in a in a in a general sense. We're talking about this particular situation is that Chris Paul and Scott Foster don't have a great relationship. Chris Paul does not understand that this guy is a referee. So although you may have an issue with him, 
who's going to end up getting the fair shake of that particular situation? Oh, of course. So at that point, if you want to say something, say it after the game. Don't say it there because you know you're not going to win the situation. But because you think that you are right, you're going you're gonna to lay on your sword, then go ahead. But don't cry about it now. Because as I said, the interaction, it wasn't like Scott Foster told him, shut the fuck up, Chris. Then now you got a reason to be able to get agitated. Didn't they say he said something about his son? Never said it. I didn't see it. I, we, I saw the whole interaction. Somebody played the video. And you can literally see what was said. So I don't know if there was something said before the game. I have no idea. Something that was said in the past, I have no idea. But that particular interaction, didn't see that said. I saw Scott Forza say, enough. Then he said it again. Chris Paul kept going. Chris Paul called him a bitch. Then he got teed up. And he got kicked out of the game. That's what I saw. I probably would have called him a bitch too. I'm sure. And your yeah, ass would have been sitting there too. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to, hey, I could, you know, I could, I did it. The reason I'm out the game is because I called him a bitch. Right. So don't 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 try to say something else. That's all I'm saying. I hate these refs. I'm man. never gonna side with Chris Paul. Let me I, tell you right I now. I hate the refs though. I I really, like I I'll be honest with you. After that that game with Giannis threw the ball and made a face, and they gave him a tech. I haven't watched another game. Look, this man, season, you got bro. you got to get over it, man. Nah, yeah. I'm just, it's it it's killing the sport. Gotta get over bro. it. It's killing the sport. I got gotta get over it. I can't it's, it's killing the sport. I can't sit there and just watch this shit, bro. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. KD said something about Anthony Davis. He said that he looks forty years old. I I said it last week that he's a block runner. I think that he's somebody who looks good against inferior talent and. Doesn't really show up consistently against the elite talent. Oh, people drag me on IG. Oh, you, you don't know what you talk about, man. You don't watch the games. All right, watch. I saw the Western Conference Finals last year. I saw Jokic cook his ass for four games. That's what I saw. How many good games did Anthony Davis have in that series? One? One. Game one? Yeah, one. When he had 40? Yep. After that? Disappeared. Crickets. Hollow man. Yeah. So for me, and then you have KG and other guys noticing that, that he looks 40. And he's not saying that because he looks, he physically in his face looks 40 years old. I don't know how, what that even looks like anymore, but it's more of how he's moving. He doesn't move like the same player. The injuries have taken a toll on this guy. And we are, as Laker fans, suffering because of it. This is not a guy that you can rely on game in and game out. Like, you see him get a great performance and he'll come back and score 17 points on 14 shots or whatever it was. Your second best player should be taking shots. I don't care if Anthony Davis goes four for 25. Take them. Shoot the shots. I'd rather you take another 10 to 11 shots and get a chance to get to get hot. But you just taking 14 shots and the 40-year-old is still killing? Right. Come on, man. You know Braun is always going to stick up for him and all that stuff, but it's like at some point, we all got to be real. He's not playing the way he should be as a Laker. 
people might look at this his performance in, in another situation and be like, oh, well, he's great. No, he's not. Not for the Lakers. You need to be a lot better. That resume or those expectations go a lot higher when you wear that purple and gold. We don't just accept mediocrity here. We drag Pau Gasol through the coals as a fan base. But when you think about how great Pau Gasol was and the effort and the passion that he played with every night for the Lakers, you go ahead and look at Anthony Davis like, yo, son, we, we should have never said nothing about Pau Gasol. Right about that. We should have never said nothing about him. We, we should appreciate him more. Man's getting his jersey retired as a Laker. You think Anthony Davis is going to get there? No. It's possible. You think so? It's possible. No time soon. But there's a long road for him because just because you've been in a certain place tenure-wise a long time doesn't necessarily mean that your impact was felt. We felt Pau Gasol's impact as a Los Angeles Laker being Kobe Bryant's second man, right? His Robin. They won back-to-back championships together. They went to three NBA finals. I don't I don't see AD's game getting better. It's gonna get worse. I don't I don't see it getting better. It's gonna get worse. So KG's right. Moving on. Moving on. Real quick on the Mets. I want them to get Yamamoto. I don't care. They um I don't care what the Yankees do. I need the Mets to get Yamamoto. So they're saying that rumors are that the, the price starts at two hundred million dollars for him. Don't matter. Go get him. The man's twenty five years old. They say that he's the next He's the next him. You know what I'm saying? So they need to go ahead and go get that done. Damn that. Book it. Book it. Shohei Otani. Book that too. Go get both of them. Spend a billion, spend a billion dollars in the offseason and get it done. Because rumor is that the Dodgers may do that. The Dodgers didn't spend no money last offseason. They are planning to make offers for both Shohei Otani and Yamamoto. And if they do that, Big trouble in, in Little China. Big, tr- <laughs> <laughs> Big trouble. That's what I'm saying. I don't like that. We as Mets fans, we, we, can we get that sometime? Can we be able to get the, like, the cheating team? The team like everybody's like, damn, son. Yo, they got those guys? That's crazy. One time. That's all I ask. After the break. The greatest segment on the planet, W of the Week. Tell me. Yeah. Welcome back, y'all. Now it's time for the greatest segment on the planet, W of the Week. Tell me. Yeah. Every week, I go around the room and I ask, who? Who is the dummy of the week? Claw. Hey, what do you got? I'm going to say... I can't get over Jack Harlow's uh, performance. I think whoever was the sound guy did a bad job and just say, yo, bro, just, just play the regular song. Just, just put it on iTunes. That's what it sounded like. And he just rapped over the iTunes. But my whole thing is, like, why was Jack Harlow even s- selected? I don't know. And like, granted, like, like, he has, like, one or two songs that are... There. Currently? But nothing relevant, no. Nothing that belonged, like, on the stage on Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't feel it. So if, if you were booking it, who would you put next to Dolly Parton? 
Well, that was the first game. The first game I would have put in Detroit on the first. I would have went with like somebody more current. Give me. I don't know. That's all I want. It got to make sense. It got to make sense for that slot. And they didn't think about it. And he probably was like, yeah, I'll do it. Or they probably couldn't get anybody and they called him last minute. That's the part. Because even his hype man just looked weird. It it didn't work. So Jack Harlow. I would have got the guy. She bangs. She does. Or William Hung. Yeah, I would have got that. Talk to me. Tell me your name. You blow me off like it's all the same. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's <laughs> <laughs> that. my guy Yo, William Hung was my guy, son oh, the Gangnam Style guy Yo, oh, Gangnam Style, yeah Yo, he's still popping Yo, he's still fire, there. son still He's there. fire See? He's fire Yeah, see? You booked it You you booked it better already, son Great How about William Hung and the Gangnam Style guy? Both uh, nah, I don't much. think America, it's too much? America it's too much. for that one yeah. they, they wouldn't like that? Yo, they so, William Hung was a sensation here Come on now was the optics, the optics, yeah, like going on right now, yeah. You wear me out like a pair of shoes, my guy. So, Jack Harlow, tell me, yeah, super intern, who you got? Uh, my friend showed me this website called epal.gg. Sounds like porn, I mean, kind of, uh, maybe, but like, so you just. <laughs> go on there right and then you like you let me meet somebody like you can pay somebody mostly chicks to like play a video game with you or like just talk to you for like an hour wow spend the day with you on like skype this is anybody who buys that this is incel (laughs) at its finest you see the reviews it's like the creepiest reviews like i spent the whole day with this beautiful person Oh, this is incel so vibes at its finest. And there's like dudes on it too who are like just good at video games. So that I get like pay a dude five bucks like carry you, I guess. It's a little like, sus to it. That's cool. crazy. It's a little sus to it. Like talk to a girl for eight hours on, on like a computer. <laughs> and what's it called? Epal.gg. Listen, the person who invented this, genius. Well, the people who actually signed up and have subscriptions monthly. Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. Oh, they got an app. It makes it makes it even better. Get those signups. Dummy, yeah. Keep getting that money in. Dummy, yeah. Oh, you want to talk to this girl for nine hours? Four hundred dollars. Dummy, yeah. Od. Incel. That's vibes. Crazy. Definitely does. Yeah. Silent assassin. Who you got? Jackson Mahomes. What the hell did the man do again? That his brother got him? Yeah, yeah. A dying for it. Got it. Just gotta go get his own job. I mean, is he getting paid off of TikTok, though? I don't know. What, Well, they usually get paid for like um, endorsement type right. of things, like oh, just here on your page, promote this, you know. I mean, uh, yeah, Jackson Mahomes, bro. I I just, I damn useless. Yeah, I, I 
There's always one. Waste of DNA. There's always one in the family, bro. You see, you see what happened in uh, American Gangster. Man put his family in and ruined his business. Mm-hmm. Takes one. Takes one dummy. One dummy to sink the empire. So, yeah. Jackson Mahomes. Dummy. Yeah. Hold that. Bang, we got two drink minimum. All right, my first one goes to 55-year-old Anthony who, what did he do? He got injured taking a half-court shot at the oh, Lakers man, game. towards ACL. Towards ACL. Like, come on, man. Yo, first of all, I don't know how he even did that. Like, he shot the shot and then lost his balance. Right. Flew over the stanchion. Like, <laughs> what, what happened? Like, how can you be that uncoordinated after shooting a jump shot? It's not like you was playing somebody and they shoved you. Right. Like, you did this on your own. That's like that's like ripping up your knee walking on a sidewalk. It's like KD getting injured. Right, because know? of Black Cat Paul. Trips on air, out right. four to six weeks. Right. I don't know what this man tripped over. But he did a spin, a twirl, held his knee, got up, went back. That like You think the Lakers paying for his rehab? No. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. I'd be like, damn, that's a shame. Well, I'm son. pretty sure in order for you to do that, you have to sign some type of paperwork that they're not liable for anything, you know? Right, a waiver? Yeah. Damn, you, that, that'd that be crazy if he signed the, the, the waiver, the medical waiver, and then he tears his ACL. That's wicked. If I was Genie Bus, I would still pay for it. The crazy thing is, like, you can't even hobble to work the next day and, like, you hurt yourself at work. You can't, <laughs> not even hobbled. You can't brag about that right. shit. Yo, dude, yo, where where were you last night? Oh, yo, hold on. You look a little familiar. So you was, you, you, was you at the halftime show? Oh, you tripped over air. Oh, you, oh, shit, oh, you was, you? oh, that was you. Oh, damn, son. Like, yeah, you know, me and my homies was laughing about who, who what type of Dummy. Yeah. that was, and damn, <laughs> figured out that was that was you, my my bad. You you, you good though? Just like think, yo, think about it. If that was somebody in your circle, I'd laugh the fuck they would, out of him. They, they would never hear the end of it. Yeah, yeah, they'd be embarrassed. We see the thing is like in 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 our circle here, we shame people, right? We it, that's just the way we do. Mm-hmm. Like if you need to lose weight, we shame you. Mm-hmm. We we shame you into getting back into shape. That's just that's just what we do. Okay, okay? there's no support. You need support for support you get from other people. I I need to, <laughs> need to be able to tell you the truth. You know, support comes in different factions, like different ways. Like people can be able to like hug you and oh, I'll be there every step of the way. And uh, there's other support like yo, you fat bro, like get it together. Right, right. You tore your ACL. What you gonna do now? Huh? You better go stable center, go trip in front of the building, go go sue or something. Because it's embarrassing. You can't come back to the basketball court after this whenever you heal. It's going to take him a while to heal too, man. He's 55 years old. Eight, eight to nine months at least. Yeesh, so That's rough. It's crazy. Dummy. Yeah. Next one. Hmm. All right. I thought my, you would have no, My next dummy is going to be all those people on social media posting those homeless-ass Thanksgiving plates. Not everybody's food is good food. And you you should know if your food don't look good. Don't post that shit. Nobody want to see that, man. Put your fucking plate in the garbage. 
Fold it too. Yeah, fold that shit, half moon it, and put it in the garbage. I seen a lot of homeless looking plates out there, bro. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that this culture of taking pictures of your food or your drink or somebody's hand or somebody's funeral just it's enough like we just need to get back to the point where certain things are just private and intimate like how are you supposed to be having a good time if every six seconds you're snapping a picture it just doesn't make sense i i get it take some pictures with your family after everybody eats but you're the only dummy yeah. at the table while everybody's saying grace and you taking snapshots of your fucking plate. Right. It just what what are you doing? No, no, it's like it's like the girl that just got her nails done. She take a picture of her hand and she's in the projects with mad shit on right. the floor. <laughs> right. Mad garbage around right. you. The only clean spot on the floor you find to take the <laughs> Only clean spot in the room you find to take a picture. That's where you take all your pictures at. Right. Everything around you is garbage. Dummy. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Mine is just one. There's just one dummy this week. And he deserves it because he's just he's that dumb. He's that ignorant. And it makes sense of why he's my dummy. May I have the drum roll, please? <laughs> And the winner for Dummy of the Week, Jim Arsay, coach of the, excuse me, coach, owner of the Indianapolis Colts in the NFL. Jim Arsay has been in the news because he had a DOI arrest. And Jim Arsay is my dummy. Yeah. Because the man literally said, and I quote, I am prejudiced against because I'm a rich white billionaire. If I'm just an average guy from down the block, they're not pulling me in. Of course not. That sounds so stupid. I'm just going to give it to the room. So you're screaming prejudice which is a crazy word to use anyway. Because you're a rich white man that wants to drive drunk. Not just drive. Not getting pulled over and harassed because you're in a nice car in a nice neighborhood. No, no, no. You're literally intoxicated and you're mad <laughs> that somebody pulled you over. If you're a rich person and you're out drinking, I think you should have enough sense and money to find another way home or wherever it is you need to go. You should have a driver. You can call an Uber, any type of car service. I think well it's said. a dummy. Well said. I think this is the biggest problem in our society. and I guess I'm going to go on my diatribe now. Is that I'd like to just put it on rich people in general. 
I want to isolate this as a race thing because it's not. It's more of just an arrogant rich people problem. It's that rich people believe that they can be able to do whatever they want to do because they're rich. Not realizing that at some point you're going to get judged by the actions that you have or the actions that you take, right? Like we've seen it in the media this week or the last few weeks. Diddy. There's a couple other people. These these are big high profiled celebrities and moguls. Nobody's untouchable. Just because you can be able to act like a tyrant and do bad things to people doesn't mean that you don't get the same treatment in regards to when the law wants to come down on you. Like for Jim Irsay, he's always said outlandish stuff in the media. He said things about, uh, you know, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor this season. Um, But the fact that he's defending his right to be drunk, possibly putting somebody's life at risk, not taking responsibility as to why he's being arrested is the problem is that he believes that even if somebody was tragically hurt he can be able to just throw money at somebody and let it go away because that's what a lot of rich people think is that money cures all it doesn't may put you in a better tax bracket may make things a little bit more comfortable for you but would you rather have your precious loved family member or two million dollars is shut up i take my family member in a heartbeat mm-hmm. but these rich people don't look at it like that they look at you as an item they look at you as a particular figure that they can be able to throw money at so because jim ursay couldn't throw money at the cops he's mad because he can't get a pass because he's a rich white billionaire he's mad not the fact that, you know, what I did was wrong and I'm really trying to clean it up and, you know, it's it's something that I'm working on as an individual to try to get better. No, no, no. Ah, they just, they're, they're, they're singling me out because I'm a white billionaire. No, they're singling you out because you're a fucking dick. And you've been a dick to a lot of people in your life. And guess what ends up happening to people like that? The cows come home at some point chickens come home to roost at some point you might be able to keep your money but there's a lot of other things that might go away owning a team possibly being ostracized being relegated to your home as a billionaire and being a laughing stock and a joke that's my thing it's i i I pity people who are rich and behave this way because they always think that because they have money, they can be able to be in the in the cool table with the other people. Right. Just because you have money doesn't make you any less of a lame, any less of an incel, any less of a dweeb. You just have more money to be able to exasperate as much of your personality as possible. That's all it is. So Jim say. Go ahead and continue to think that it's because you're white and rich and you're billionaires why people keep harassing you about your DUIRS. No, it's the fact that you don't have two healthy brain cells to rub together. 
and realize that you as a rich man are not supposed to be driving a car. You should possibly be hiring some average Joe off the street to be able to help you get around from point A to point B because you actually be doing things the right way instead of doing it the rich white way. That's all for the show. Fang's thoughts? I wasn't prepared for this. Stumped. This is interesting. This is the first. It's fine. I got one. You got one. Okay. Listen. Just because you mowed a boat some titties doesn't mean you're driving a boat. Or if you're Jerry Jones, you put salt in the joint. Yeah. yeah. I keep Dracula away. No, Sorati. Then keep Will. Anyway, let me I'm just. Claw. Hey, man. Kind word of the week before we get out of here. The way I feel it is that you can be Dolly, you can be Cher, or you can be Madonna. Cher. I didn't ask you to pick. It just could be one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jimmy the Super Intern, appreciate you. You know, we we would love to see you here on like consecutive weeks. That'd be nice. Yeah, I hear you. You see, he chose Monopoly then to come to the pod. I I don't know how I feel about that. That's wild. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. Were you playing for real money? No. I don't know how I feel about that. You know, we're going to have that. It sounds like a game night. Right. sounds like a game night and we weren't invited. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Silent Assassin. The MVP. Any any final thoughts? Ah <laughs> oh, man, what are we gonna? Oh yeah, this is what I was gonna say to you. You taking a fucking L this week too, bro. I'm glad you said that on pod. You taking an L? I'm glad you said that on pod. Yeah, you taking an L? Okay. Because you think that this whole Jacksonville Jaguar situation where you're going to play seven Jaguars and think you're going to win, it's not going to happen no more. That's over with. You're lucky that Tyreek Hill gave you, what, 28 points? I saw that. It was cute. Ferguson gave you five. So it's quiet season for that. Justin Herbert about to give you nine. I just want... He about to give you nine. I just want an apology next week on pod. Apology? When you lose. Apology? Yes. Okay. He about to give you nine. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm coming for that first place, bro. Okay. That's all I'm saying. You have to win a lot more games. Facts. I, I, I think I'm like two games behind you. Something like that. Like three. Is it three? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm, a, I'm taking this one. Let's believe. See, Silent Assassin ain't got nothing to say because that team is rubbish. Super in turn two. His his team rubbish, rubbish. Claw. Claw's number two. I beat Claw already. I ain't worried about yeah, him. Yeah. Tread lightly. I beat you already. I'm not worried about you. I beat you already too. You're not in this league. Didn't I Stop. beat you already in this league? No. I thought I played you already. No. Oh, he's the Fang Taker Downer. Yeah. Facts. 
So I your time, beat you once already. Your time coming, fam. Your time coming. Just like Jim Mercy. Your time coming. Okay. You keep acting so cocky and confident. Your time coming, bro. Right. So I'm saying, pride cometh before the fall. Just know that. You the only one talking. That's all I'm saying. That's what my apology. I get you'll get your apology when Lynx comes here and, <laughs> and gives me mine. Nah, me, my bet has nothing to do with another man's. Well, I'm I'm associated. Trying to get out of it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Until next week, stay safe, stay cool. Peace. My son is the champ. So get over it. <laughs>